Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. going to be a good one. My name is Christy Olson. Thanks for coming to hang out with us. We have got Jimbo on the couch. Hi, Christy. How are you today? Hey, I'm excited. Mark, where are you at in the booth? Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. And of course, the one and only, the man y'all tuned in for, Sean X-Pac Waltman. Hey, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Fantastic. Yeah, I like yes. to hear that. Excellent. I had a great night last night. Oh, hey, ooh, tell us all about it. Uh, Steel Panther was playing in, at the Roxy in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard. I was going to go anyways. <laughs> you were going to go anyway, but yeah. the fact that they were there was a little more enticing? Yeah, but then I got a text Uh-oh. from my friend MVP. Oh, I think, yeah. I think I've heard of that guy. Montel yeah. Montavious. <laughs> He's like, you in L.A.? I'm like, yeah, you. He's like, yeah, where you at? I'll be right there. I'm like, well, I'm on my way to the Rainbow. So he met me there. We hung out, bullshitted, you know, did the kind of things you do at the Rainbow, and then we <laughs> went over and watched Steel Panther. And he was kind of like, oh, you mean that hair metal thing I heard of? You know? Right, they're like an 80s cover, yeah. right? Well, they're, they're um, well, they used to be called National Lampoon's Metal Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, then they were changing Metal School and then Steel Panther. But um, to con- they're, you know, um, National Lampoon obviously means... You know, something to do with comedy. Right. And they're fucking hilarious. And they're great musicians. Amazing. I've they're, always wanted to see them. I've never yeah. gotten a chance. And, you know, it's not, even if it's not your cup of tea, like, he had a great time. He was MVP like, oh did. my God, they're fucking great. So, and uh, I don't know if we see the picture. Um, yeah, we got it up do there. Do we for have him. it? Do yeah. we have it, Mark? Yeah, our folks, folks at home have already okay. seen it. Oh, they've already seen uh, MVP and myself hanging out with Lemmy. Lemmy's always at the rainbow now, every night. That's Again. pretty cool. Yeah. So. You're, like, you're like the resident uh, rainbow tour man. I feel like you walk everybody in, right? You take them to the for statue, f- make sure they get their photo taken. For my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not everyone. <laughs> What'd you eat at the rainbow? That's the real I had a He had a filet mignon, and I had a, oh. I had a uh, prime in, in the bone prime rib. 
Dang. It was amazing. Got to cook that shit rare. Really? I feel like a lot of the, like, middle America people, like, I know you're from Minnesota and yeah. Philadelphia and all that, do their meat kind of, like, medium well or well, and then they complain that they don't do it well it's, enough in L.A. It's awful. It's a waste of a good piece of meat. Okay. It's like fucking eating shoe leather. <laughs> you overcook it. What the fuck? Anyways. I'm, I'm a pass either way. Yeah. Did you finish it off with a milkshake? No. Not this time? No oh, way. Next time. No, Maybe none of that juice. stuff anymore. <laughs> That's about the that's the worst I'll do is carrot juice. Carrot juice? Yeah. That's like a big glass of candy to me now. Really? Yeah, because I cut out all the sugars. So Plus it looks cool yeah. when you're drinking it. It yeah. does. Hey. And it leaves this fucking Kool-Aid mustache <laughs> of orange around my mouth. That won't come off. So. <laughs> well now we know what that is if we see it in photos. Yeah. So what else is going on, Christy? Well, hey, well, I think I told you guys that I was headed to New York last week, yeah, so I went. Go? It went very, very well. It was for an NBC for a daytime show, kind of like a caught-on-camera thing. So you'll oh, see good. it about the week before uh, Christmas. I'll let everybody know when to watch. But it was so much fun. It was such a quick trip. But when I told the driver that I had never been there before, he drove me through the city. Kind He was like, just just tell him at the studio that there was traffic. Yeah. And drove me through. So I got to see, like, Radio City Music Hall and Times Square and all that stuff. And that's oh, yeah. exciting, too, you know? A little girl from a small town. Sure. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. Radio City Music Hall is right across the street and down a couple blocks from the Sirius Satellite Radio Building. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been there for a couple shoots, right? Oh, yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff in that neighborhood. I was surprised. Like, yeah. he just kept going. There were things that I recognized on every block. And I'm like, oh, it is all yep. right here. Yeah, Trump Tower is right on that same block. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of uh, lot of security around. There had sure. been the protests earlier, a couple days yeah. earlier. So, yeah, everyone was buzzing about that stuff. Speaking of Donald Trump, well, I guess we can talk about the that in the news. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, you know what? Let's head right into it. I know. X-Pac 12360 Wrestling News. I'm excited to do it. Boom. And yes, let's talk about Donald Trump and the fact that he may be appointing Linda McMahon to a Secretary of Commerce position. Now, this comes from NBC via the AP, so this is some real news up in here. Linda is, of course, a former Senate candidate, and he is considering her to be the Secretary of Commerce. A spokesman said that she would be honored, however, that he has not reached out. But this is widely reported. You know, Linda was what they call a mega donor in this election and she and Vince are great friends with Donald Trump. She ran for the Senate in 2010 and again in 2012 and and lost both times but has been very involved in politics and in the political party attended the Republican National Convention this year so this would be no surprise if she ends up in Trump's administration. Not at all. I would would have been surprised if if, um, there wasn't this kind of talk going on. Mm -hmm. You know uh, I'm a huge fan of Linda McMahon's. She's such an amazing woman. Yeah. Amazing. I don't want to get into all the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> I think people can use their imagination if they want. But um, yeah, I, I, from everything that I've read and, and seen and heard, Donald Trump is really uh, into loyalty. Mm-hmm. And they've been very loyal. You know, uh, I guess that's why you got rid of, apparently you got rid of Governor Chris Christie. Over that, because, you know, during all that bullshit when, uh, you know, the grab the pussy and all that thing mm-hmm. came up, um, you know, Chris Christie distancing himself from Trump. He I did. just figured he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. And now Trump's like, oh, well, 
you can stay stay distance. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, oh. Linda. Linda was actually supporting Chris Christie initially in this in this um, election a long time ago when it I'll first for, started. I'll forgive and, her for that, right? Right. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Do you forgive Vince Russo for these comments that he says? I don't believe that women were created to be leaders. So if it was up to Vince Russo, maybe Linda would not be getting the job. But he said on his podcast a couple days ago, as a Christian man and a believer of the Bible, I don't believe that women were created to be leaders. I believe a woman was created um, from the man's rib, and so she can't run the country. Wow. Thank you, Vince Russo. I wonder Russo. how his wife feels about that. I am, right? Look, I'm, I have nothing but, well, let me rephrase that. i got to think about the things that I say because I don't want to offend <laughs> People and because we want Vince on the try- show at some point. Well, I'm not, I don't want to offend people I'm not trying to offend. But if I do, so be it. Um, anybody that thinks that women were really made from men's rib? Fuck. I don't even know how to finish that <laughs> statement. What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> I think people know where you're going. Jesus, fuck. Oh, I said Jesus. I mean, it's just a cute story, same. people. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What does the Bible say about that? Um, I, I believe it says that God will forgive me. Yeah. This is true. Yes. That's true. And I suppose we can do that for Vince and these comments. I apologize. I actually am, am sorry if I offended anybody, anyone with that. I doubt you did. If people are easily offendable, they probably turned this off a long time ago. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> on that note, let's move on and talk about Ashley Massaro. So the former WWE diva has joined a lawsuit against WWE. She's alleging that the company was negligent in its handling of her head injuries. So this is part of the lawsuit that there are like 52 wrestlers involved in. She recently joined and really what came out of this is part of her negligence claim is that she says that she was sexually assaulted in Kuwait during a trip with WWE to visit the troops in 2006 and that they convinced her not to report it to authorities. So kind of a little tidbit, but really we're talking about this lawsuit. She says she estimates she suffered multiple concussions from 05 to 08. We all remember that match with Tori Wilson where she was knocked out for five minutes. But this is really an uphill battle for these wrestlers. On Thursday, a federal judge dismissed wrongful death lawsuits filed by the families of Viscera and Doink the Clown. So the, the lawsuit that is still standing has been joined also by Perry Saturn and the family of Balls Mahoney, Jimmy Snuka, Shavo Guerrero, Sabu. There's a lot of guys involved in that. But WWE has yet to lose a wrongful death lawsuit, although uh, the NFL players received $1 billion in a similar lawsuit. And there's a similar lawsuit going on now in the NHL. But WWE just keeps knocking these lawsuits down. I'm I'm going to say that I think that's probably because the NFL and the NHL, mm-hmm. um, comparing them to the WWE is like comparing apples and oranges. They're both fruits. That's about it. That's true. It's just not the same. And and some bottom-feeding lawyers might, you know, tell all these people, you know, all these things to get them to join this lawsuit. And, you know, I understand a lot of these people, you know, a lot of them are, you know, when you're desperate, you know, you will do things, you know, you, I get it. I get it. Yeah. They really are in rough shape physically. Yeah. So it's just, it's, I'm sorry. I, I look, I've gone through the same things and, and, and I just don't see it that way. I, nobody's, we all fucking knew what we were getting into. Right. 
You know, nobody was hi- WWE wasn't hiding information on concussions. We're a sports, we're an entertainment company. We don't, that's the thing. It's like, it, we, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words here because it's I want to make sure I, well, yeah, I want to make sure that the I words that come out of my so, mouth are. Is this lawsuit to raise awareness and really get people help? Or is it like, we just want money? And then like more people are hopping on the bandwagon of like, oh yeah, I want some of that money too. You, I deserve some of that money too. It seems that that is the case, yes. Here's what happens in, in these class action lawsuits. So much of the time, the people that were part of the lawsuit, and mm-hmm. if, they, if there is a settlement, you know, if they do win, they get, you know, there's so much money to, to you know, so many pieces of the pie mm-hmm. in a, in a um, class action suit that each one of the people... You know, and Sue end up with a little chunk of change, and the lawyer ends up with fucking all the money. Yeah. You know, that's what happens. And, and lawyers will tell these people what they want to hear to get them to, you know, sign, it sign up for this. Be on board to fight the system, and this is going to help you, and this is what we're making a change, and we're doing mm-hmm. this for everyone who, like you who needs to be protected. And, and, and okay, like, obviously, there's some bias when it comes to me. Uh, myself in the WWE, so I, I think it goes without saying. So I mean, I'm going to have, um, you know, I give I look when WWE, I'm not afraid to I'm not afraid to give them shit. Right. I think everybody knows that. We do. Yeah, and um, they forgive me for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you don't give them shit when they when they deserve to have shit given to them. Um, when you praise them, the praise doesn't mean as much, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, I don't know. <sighs> Maybe I'm the wrong person to be talking about this. No, I think you are the exact right person okay. to be talking about it. Thank All you right. for doing that. And we want to make sure you guys never miss any of our news reports or our exclusive interviews. Make sure you are subscribing on iTunes. We're on YouTube as well. But we'd love it if you would give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Don't forget to like, rate, and comment. We really appreciate it. Now let's move on to a little bit more sad news. <laughs> WWE legend Vader has announced on Twitter that he has less than two years to live. He says he's suffering from congestive heart failure and revealed this saying he was told by two doctors that his heart is worn out. I've been given less than two years to live and I am only now allowing this as part of my reality. So there was a big uh, fan response to this and a lot of support for him, including Mick Foley, who is now pushing for Vader to be added to the 2017 Hall of Fame. Uh, Mick said on his Facebook page that Vader has told him that being inducted into the Hall of Fame would mean so much to Vader on both a personal and professional level. So now Mick is trying to make that happen. I know we were just talking not long ago in an off-air conversation about the Hall of Fame inductees, and you were saying they should get these guys into the Hall of Fame while they're still around. Yes. Because there's only one posthumous inductee every year, right? That's correct. However, not to veer off the subject here because we're talking about Leon. um, Right. That's... Man, any time... Leon, I help me out here. I don't know. Well, I, can, I don't know what to say. It it's makes just you wonder, it's like, awful to hear like, things like knowing this. that you have 
two years to live, it makes you wonder, like, what he's going to do. Like, is right. he going to go balls to the wall and do everything? Like, if I was WWE, I'd send a camera crew and be like, you're going to be around him. Absolutely. Every day for the next two years. And then, like, maybe send DDP there and be like, hey, do you know, like, maybe if you change your weight, it might help your heart and not put so much. And then you might get three years instead of two years. Like, who right. knows? Like, doctors are doctors and, like, they can say what they want. But, like, he really has the choice to just go balls to the wall yeah. or sit at home and be like, oh, shit, I only have two years left. But I don't think he's going to do that. Doesn't and the, like the thing is, is the only thing that we know so far is what Leon is you know, the information he's given us. And mm -hmm. so other than that, it's just like in my brain, I'm doing a lot of guessing and speculating as to, geez, I wonder if they talked to him about a transplant or if like they told him that that was, wasn't even on the table. I mean, or like bypass. Yeah. And stuff like that. You know, I would be, I wouldn't be ready to throw in the towel, you know? Absolutely. I just, God bless him though. Well, certainly. And you can, yeah. you can think that a fan, fan support and a lot of love and people yeah. praying for a miracle for him can only do positive sure. things. So. And, and um, you know, talking about the posthumous inductions, uh, you know, I talked to Hunter about that and I'm like, one a year, we're never, ever going to get everyone in that needs to be in. And yeah. so I don't know if you noticed they had the some legacy inductions, they called them. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a way of getting people in that are already passed. That's that, great. You know, that can't necessarily have a, you know, induction Someone speech and all that. Someone come present and mm -hmm. all that. So I, I think that's a, a good compromise on that. Absolutely. So hope, let's, let's try to get Leon in the Hall of Fame before uh, we have to do that posthumously. Yes, absolutely. And now we're going to talk a little bit about, of course, Joey Styles. <laughs> I, I have not one, but three stories here in front of me. I'm going to give you guys the full rundown. So last weekend at Evolve 72, Joey Styles made a comment um, that was directed at Joanna Rose. She's the ring announcer there. And he made a joke saying, Joanna, you look great tonight. And if our next president were here tonight, he'd want to grab you by the. And then he stopped and then said the word he was going to say is what manager Stokely Hathaway is in real life. So he implied that he was going to say the P word, but he didn't say it. He was making a joke about Donald Trump. Um, the VP of Talent Relations there, Gabe Sapolsky, after the show, tweeted and said he deeply apologizes for Joey's comments and that he is furious and that the company Evolve has parted ways with Joey Styles. The comment will be edited out of the show when it's uploaded to FlowSlam.tv. This was a live broadcast. Joey Styles went online a couple days later and explained he said that things the plan changed a little bit and that during their promo at ringside it was supposed to be in the ring with Joanna and so he kind of um, he says he basically freaked out at the last minute didn't know what to say and ended up making a political joke which he admits that Gabe specifically told him not to do he says that he apologized to Gabe after the show and told Gabe to fire him publicly which is what happened he says joey says that he also apologized to joanna and the wrestlers and that none of the people at evolve were upset and now chikara is also parting ways with joey styles and they have implemented a zero tolerance policy against this kind of speech because of this incident they, what does that mean 
They say, um, effective today, we are terminating our relationship with Joey Styles, and we have now implemented a zero-tolerance policy against misogynistic, racist, and or homophobic speech. I kind of thought that was their whole MO to yeah. begin with, yes. right? And just a couple more little tidbits on this. Some of the ladies coming out in support of Joey Styles, Don Marie and Mickey James, both writing open letters of support with Don Marie saying... F you, Gabe, F you, Mike Quackenbush. She kind of really went off on everybody and even told Joey Styles not to hang his head, that he should be proud. Mickey James blasted all his former friends that are kind of jumping on the bandwagon and turning on him. Meanwhile, a third promotion, Beyond Wrestling, has also parted ways with Joey. And the only thing that the Evolve announcer Joanna Rose has to say about this, the catalyst of the entire thing, all she has to say is, hey, new followers. On social media. So I certainly think <laughs> that she could have nipped this all in the bud, whether she had a problem with it or not. And um, I would really like to know what her opinion is on this. I wonder if she's not speaking out because she was told not to or or what. But either way, Joey Styles, no more at Evolve or Chikara, unfortunately. Yeah. And he was set up to do the announcing for the Chikara video game. Mm-hmm. So that's all out the window now, too. Yes. So the... Um I guess prior to you know I, I guess prior to the show was it Gabe or, mm-hmm. or regardless it was said we don't we want the show to be an escape from all the politics and the election bullshit you know and so I get it mm-hmm. I get it I don't know firing him you know it seems a little bit drastic but it's not for me to say. You know, it's not my company. And who knows, you know, maybe the management at Flow Sports uh, wasn't happy with it. And, mm-hmm. you Especially because he's been like their ambassador. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that does not make them look good. Yeah. Um, Jesus, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me at all. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And I think when America elects a president who speaks this way, uh, you can't fire a, a normal citizen for making a joke about those comments. Uh, I mean, well, it's just... It's well, we can, though. Of, uh, Christy, we're, we can... When we tell somebody... It's almost like something. we've said as a society, it's okay to say that by electing him. Okay, I get right? that. No. Not, not, in the, not during a show. Okay. If you want to talk about that, you know, locker room talk on Twitter, you know, things like that. But from from the time the show starts till it ends, you you uh, you should. Yeah, no, I get that he was told not to. Yeah, Yeah, I still just think it's you know overreaction, and hopefully, once you know a couple weeks pass, some maybe don't go. Okay, well, but when people made Bush jokes all the damn time. No one was up in arms about stuff like this. <laughs> I don't rec- I don't recollect uh, the the nation being in this kind of shape after uh, Bush was elected president. As far as everybody at each other and th- as polarized as people are, I mean it, it's every election. Mm-hmm. It happens every election, but I've just never seen it like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I I I get it. I just don't agree with it. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Let's move on to some. Good news for a former WWE star. 
shouldn't call this guy former because he will never be former. Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, has been named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2016. I promise you guys that this is a really huge deal. Every year, guys like George Clooney, Matt Damon, and David Beckham have won. However, there's really been a lot of criticism on the magazine for their lack of having um, people who are not white (laughs) be the sexiest man alive. So there's a lot of commendation for them naming The Rock as such. And of course, this is kind of all part of a promotional vehicle. He's got that Disney film Moana coming out on November 23rd. He says, I'm not quite sure where to go from here. I've done it all. This is it. So he really thinks this is the top honor. He is also Forbes magazine's highest paid actor this year. So yeah, what the heck else does he have to do? Well, he said in an interview with the magazine... The thought of being governor, the thought of being president is alluring. And beyond that, it would be an opportunity to make a real impact on people's lives on a global scale. So getting sexy and getting political. Yes, I think he would do very well. I I can imagine him being the president one day. Mm -hmm. I mean, could definitely be elected for sure. I'm not saying that tongue-in-cheek at all. No. I mean that. I Mm -hmm. mean, he... I I, I just see it. And, And, you know... He's, he's just always conducted himself, and it seems like, and it's like Maria Menounos said, never do anything that would, like, fuck, I'm going to fuck this saying up, but something like, don't do anything that would affect you becoming president, or some fucking shit oh, like that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but I don't think Rocky's really done any of that. I mean, no. We, if anybody would have known back, back then, it would have been us. We were all on the road together. And, <laughs> If there were stories, the you'd never, be able to tell yes. them. Yes, <laughs> and I mean, there was just none about him. Because mm-hmm. he always seemed like he always did everything right. Well, good for him, and congratulations yeah. on that sexiest man alive. Yep. I think everyone would love to watch presidential speeches then. They'd be like, oh, I can't wait to hear what speech the president is going to say right <laughs> now. So, <laughs> and a lot, some people are probably wondering, I wonder if he'd be a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. I have, a, you... I have an idea. I, I, I think he might actually. I think he actually may run as a Republican if he did. Really? Well, he gave. Did he he spoke at the uh, RNC one year. Mm-hmm. Oh, a long time ago. 99? Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Yep. Oh, a little inkling there. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we'll keep you all posted if any of that materializes. That's just my. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying he's a Republican. I'm just saying right. he spoke. You know, at yeah. the RNC. So. Oh, oh, man, that would be so much fun. Yeah. Well, we shall see if it happens. This has been your X-Pac 12360 News of the Week. I'm Christy Olson, your AfterBuzz TV Managing Editor and Chief Correspondent of our Pro Wrestling News Division. And I am very excited to say that we will be right back with Gangrel the Vampire Warrior live in studio. Don't go anywhere. What's up, party people? Roxy Stryer here from The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. We're your twice-weekly broadcast of one man's midlife crisis and the mad millennials in Star Trek uniforms that follow him. And I'm one of those millennials, Lauren Legrasso here. We've had some amazing guests like Russell Simmons, Ileana Douglas, and Craig Gass. Coolio, right? Christian Blatt in the house to tell you to go to thetomorrowshow.com to check us out. We're live every Monday and Thursday from 10 to midnight Eastern. That's thetomorrowshow.com. 
Be there, be square, whatever that means. Welcome back to X-Pac 12360. Joining us now, live in studio, a man who has a long history with Sean here, training together at Boris Malenko's school, <laughs> going toe-to-toe in the ring for some of their first WWF matches, and fighting to grasp that European championship at the 1999 Royal Rumble. Our <laughs> special guest today made his start as one half of the Blackhearts, was crowned PWI's <laughs> Rookie of the Year in 93 and bathed his opponents in blood alongside Edge and Christian as the leader of the brood. Please welcome to the show, the Vampire Warrior, Gangrel! Yeah. Hey, he did all that without a breath, too. Uh, he just like ran through that. That's awesome. You know Thanks. how I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> banging and banging. banging and That's banging right. <laughs> well, welcome. We've been looking forward to this. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Yeah. I've seen you. It feels it's, like forever. I mean, yeah. last time I saw you was the rainbow That's on right. your birthday, right? I mean, did we not see each other in between then? I don't fucking know. Oh, man. I just know that was, yes, a, that was the most memorable. That was a, the most memorable. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. the last times. No, no, we did. We worked we since then, actually. We worked there in uh, San Diego. No, was it San Diego? Or no. Oh, you were in that match? Oh, at House of Hardcore. It was some kind of six yeah. man. Or yeah. Some, that's right. Some, 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 uh, yeah, it was some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody was in yeah. there. I, don't, I know you were in I think me and you ran something. You together. and Rikishi against you and Matt Stryker, right? Yeah, it was yeah, Stryker. That's right. He had to make it haha all the time, that fucking guy. <laughs> I love Stryker, but he's always he likes comedy more than He's a great wrestler, but he wants to do yes. comedy all the time. He's, he's an entertainer. I know. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's those blue eyes. Don't fall for that guy. I'm telling you. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. I'm too busy looking at you, honey. we're looking at this photo. Right here, is that from the birthday? Oh, yeah, that's that's for my 40th birthday party, and I'm 44 now, so it's been that long, Dave. About time you come around again. Like Big Lebowski or something. <laughs> <laughs> Time's just like flying by, you know. Like, the dude abides. The dude abides. A white Russian would be pretty sweet right now. <laughs> you know what's good? <laughs> you, you have most of the ingredients there. You're good. I just remember, um, and I probably was like this too, but I just remember Sean, you. What? I love you, man. I love That's you it. too. <laughs> Fucking A, so, man. I mean, we slept on floors together. Phyllis, That's uh, right. Phyllis Lee's That's were right. like, oh, which yeah. is, that was a complex where. Like, like, strangely enough, it was like all dudes that lived there. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was some strange shit going on, but but we were cool. It was like good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phyllis Lee, she's wow. she sure helped a lot of people. Yeah. Oh my god, I, that's a, that's for another uh, time. I'd really like to talk yeah. about. I, I'd still like to talk about Phyllis. Oh, yeah, during well, this. But, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Go on. Well, no. Let's start there. No. <laughs> let's start. There. Well, I don't know. Well, first of all, Dave. Dave, when I started wrestling, Phyllis broke. You know, she's the one that I had met this, you know, I was setting the ring up. People know my story. You know, I started setting the ring up at 10 and then, you know, always hung around. And, uh, Were you like 15 or 14? 15. 15, yeah. Because yeah. I started when I was 17, but I was sure. already, I had just started like a year ahead of you or something and you came in. Yep. Yeah. You're so cause I'm going to be 48. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, right? So I. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm not supposed to make jokes about him being old. I was told. Yeah, seasons. You say sometimes this girl likes to say season. Like, that's just another right. word for old fart, fat, fuck. Tracks. So, <laughs> so I get turned. Phyllis. Okay. Phyllis talked Malenko into training me. Uh, you know, I had no money. I didn't look like I was going to amount to shit if you just looked at me. And uh, she was the first one that actually believed in me. So. Um, 
She's kind yeah, of um, very kind. amazing. She's done nothing but good things. And, great and she gave and gave and gave and didn't really get very much in return. <sighs> Why? You know, one of those. Larry used to go off old boars. Phyllis, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm talking apples and I'm talking oranges. Yeah. Shut the fuck up until you're spoken to. <laughs> I just sit in the backseat. You've been in the backseat. Many of those rides right. to go wrestle in a car lot or something without a ring. No, the ring didn't show up. You're going to wrestle on plywood. You know, yeah. Dumb me. I'm still taking hip tosses out on plywoods in the parking lot. <laughs> Valrico or some shit all somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but they were, Malenko would train guys down in... in uh, what, where was that? Pompano or... Fucking well, yeah, he would, he would train down in Pompano... Or Davey. Uh, Davey, yeah. Florida, yeah. Somewhere, Pompano and Davey. It, it mixed... They, they switched it around like yeah. Fort Lake. Uh, and then, uh, then he had a school on the weekends in Tampa. Because yep. I would do the weekdays down south and then drive up the, the Tampa to work. And then I trained with... Uh, what was his name? Uh, I can never pronounce it right. Masami? Masami. Yeah, Sunday Sundays. getting stretched. I didn't... Yep. I was there for like a month or two before I realized you could even tap out. <laughs> yeah. I'd be put to sleep twice. And then they got a leg lock on me. And I stood up. My knee popped. And then he came up to me and he goes... Yo, David, don't feel pain. I go, yeah. He goes, why don't tap? I go, what? You can tap. Well, every time they touch me, I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> good guys, man. But those are good times. I man. never made it down south to the to the school down there and trained with all the guys that you train with, like the Soul Man, Alex G. Oh, yeah, and, and all those guys. You know, all those old Global Wrestling Alliance guys. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Norman Smiley. He was, speaking you know, of which, hey, Dave. There's this video of the GWA school. <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, oh, man. Hey, oh. You know, I feel like someone may have slipped to our engineer. The there he is. Package. Listen, but I want to hear him talk. Oh, man. All right, we'll roll it back. You guys are killing me. You're you know, killing me. I was a little nervous, but now I just start to enjoy the pain. Who found that? Who found that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 17 there, right? Yeah. I was 17. <laughs> Do you remember that when they came to the school and shot this news package? Yeah, it, it's. I guess it was because I sold like a goldfish that it drawed people to me, the yeah. big bug eyes, and it looked like I was dying all the time. Because anytime somebody came around in the newspaper, I always ended up in there and they go, like, How are you always getting in? I, go, I don't want to be in it. Right. I was embarrassed. I wish this would never come up. But this is proof. Oh, Three Finger Denise, remember? Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! I do. Yeah. Well, she's missing a couple of digits, but that, I mean, that's just what she got named. Yeah, you know, Soul Man's still know. wrestling. He's still teaching. He's down there. He's still doing his thing with like Alpha or something yeah. and stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, Rusty, he's still moving around. Rusty still around? I just saw him at Rusty a show. Like, like, yeah, Rusty. Rusty's like one of the main reasons that I stayed in, you know, wrestling because. I went to the school and I showed up down there. I remember they first took me around the racquetball court to give me a tour. And uh, so we go up there and Boris is taking me around. Oh, you know, and I looked down there and I saw Tom Nash. He had a black eye, Matt Otto, double O, Matt Otto, and all those guys. Yes. And, you know, I was down there and like, I'm such whiskey tango, white trash. I'm down there sizing everybody up. I'll kick his fucking ass. I got him. I think I can take yeah. that guy because I'm such a redneck, you know, right? Yeah. So I joined the school, you know, Boris, he gives me the whole pitch. I joined the school. And like three weeks in, you know, I was like real timid and everything. And Rusty comes up to me and he goes, oh, Dave, I got to ask you something. Do you think this is legit? <laughs> I go, what? And the look I gave him, he goes, oh, Jesus. You know, Rusty oh, was, no. right? So I go, it's not? <laughs> I, I go, I got to quit. He goes, what? I go, I'm not going to pay you to be here and do this. I, I got to fight and make some money on the weekends. I need a job. Yeah, you were <laughs> trying to fight for real, yeah. right? So Rusty goes, no, man. I said, Rusty, I just, I, I've given you all the money I have. You know, I already had a kid. I started like, you know, my life's Whoa, trend. you did? Yeah, 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 I already had a Oh, yeah, shit, that's 15, right. Remember, yeah, my son. That's uh, yeah, right. David, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I got like four. And then you were married by 17? 
Hold on now. I never got married. Luna <laughs> talked to me to no show that yeah. wedding. Yeah, hey, I was with Luna when I was 18. Yeah. Hey, okay. um, <laughs> you, you just had to think for a second. I have like four. Are you sure about how many kids you have? Yeah. Yeah. Two. Kids and ex-wives. Uh, well, Give us the rundown. <laughs> Well, well, I, I consider four kids, my two and then Luna's two sons, Joshua uh, and, yeah, and yeah. David and, and Oh, I Donna see why you said that. I'm so sorry. far, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I consider them because they, you know, they gotcha. live with us most of the time. Yeah. So, but I have two actual kids. Yeah, and then like two wow. grandkids from them, and then Luna has their, they have three, so like five total grandkids. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old man. You, you know. stay in touch with Seasoned. her, with her sons, and the whole family. Sometimes, yeah, mostly you know social media, not too much on phone calls anymore, but social media because. Uh, Van, he was on Hell's Kitchen. If you ever watch Hell's Kitchen, he was on there. Like, uh, yeah. who was Van? You remember Van, right? No, her youngest son. Yeah, he was on like. Oh, Van! Oh, oh, he was on Hell's oh, Kitchen. Angels, yeah, Angel yeah, yeah Angel's yeah. son. Yeah, yeah, he was on the Hell's Kitchen with uh, Ramsey and all that on there. No shit. First day on the show, he tells the guy, "This is not PG, is it?" No. no. Is he the dude that gets in Ramsey's face that wants the? Fight? Well, he's the one that tells the guy like the first day in there. He goes, "Bitch, I'll make you suck my dick." <laughs> no way. Yeah, and they called me and said, "Oh, you raised him." I go, "That is not me. That is so Luna. <laughs> I, I don't." I'm not like that, you know that. Wow. <laughs> but he's a great kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's on there. He's always red. He's the Jack Double on tattoos. Uh, he was like, I don't know, like five, six years ago. Oh, it was longer than that. Like, yeah. years. I don't know how long. It's been a while. Though. He's doing really good. He lives in Connecticut. He's a, he's a, a chef in a high end yeah. restaurant. Her other son's uh, doing good. He lives in Dallas. I think he's a car salesman. And my two, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we're gonna go back, but since you mentioned the grandkids, like, what kind of grandpa are you? I don't know. I Whoa. Like, what would they say? What? Your grandfather as well? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I shouldn't right. fucking laugh. You know, I kinda My daughter's like, uh, 21, so. Right. I kind of like the pain. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just keep abusing this, like, you know. As well, so right, let's get off all this grandfather. Guys. Oh, like, well, I still think you, you were behind that video, Sean. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It those brings back good, it does bring back good memories. So yeah, those were me this too. is when wrestling was fun, you know. It's still I still love it, but that then was just it was just the fun. It just you know you don't, I don't have a bad memory. And we weren't you know? dirtied up yet. By yeah, industry. yeah. I'm a you weren't jaded now, yet at this point. <laughs> okay, so when did the dirtying up start? Oh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess when you guys went to Calgary. Innocence maybe was lost. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not for me. I was still like innocent. I think I, you, Calgary. They uh, when you go there, you either become you either kill yourself, you go insane, or become a murderer. You know, you, know, you, you either do or die, in Calgary. You know. So um, wait, that was in '89, I think. 89. Yes, and uh, uh, can you can you talk about how that un- ended up? Uh, uh, being, you know, you, okay. you and Tom. Yeah, sure. well, and talk uh, about the black arts and, and and that gimmick and how that. Okay, started. well, uh, Tom Nash, he, he he was trained ahead of us, right? Yes. You know, same with Boris and Rusty, but you know, most of <clears throat> Boris didn't had a lot to do with Tom. And uh, he was trained. He went to Calgary once, and you know, he was a big like like Tom was one to smart me up to uh, like wrestling outside of Florida, right? Yeah. You know, or uh, like watching Stampede tapes, All Japan Women in the 80s, which was great stuff, which stole half their stuff. Remember, how shitty, remember <laughs> how shitty the quality of the tapes we used yeah, to watch was? Yeah, VHS, yeah. Oh my God. I remember sitting there with a bottle of vodka and just like, just sitting there watching tapes for hours on end going, Watching a tape of somebody (laughs) holding a camcorder up to a TV, watching a Japanese wrestling match. And then going, oh, that's what Meltzer was writing about. Remember the old dirt sheets, the kayfabe, what was it called? Uh, What the hell was it called? The Observer or something, I think. Angelo and Judy Judy Papo called them the scandal sheets. The scandals, yeah, the dirt sheets, the scandal sheets. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, Tom, a lot of people didn't like Tom. He was kind of a bully, smart-ass, but he went went to Calgary, 
and he came back like face all mauled up. You know, he, he basically he was scared. He wanted to go back to Calgary. Tom was a big mark for that, but he didn't want to go by himself. So he's like, oh well, you come back as a tag team. You know, and this is when Calgary it was on its last legs, right? Yes. It was after that van accident and all that. Yep. Bruce had the book, and you know, Calgary's fading out, and uh, he didn't want to go back by himself. So like he talked me into going, and um, like it's funny enough, we were talking about training on uh with on the weekends. I had a choice to go to UWF or Calgary at the same time. And, uh, yeah, you I mean told, UWF as far as... Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. supposed to do as well. Yeah. I just <laughs> like re- American-style wrestling more. Yeah, and then I, just, I went to Calgary instead. I chose, yeah. you know, I, I guess it was a better move because they just wanted apple pie. You saw that how I looked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Go over there and get your ass kicked. <laughs> See, I had, you know, I had right around that time or after, a little bit after, I had moved to Minnesota as well. Right, right, right yeah. So, You're a Minnesota boy, yeah. yeah. So... So anyways, a lot of Minnesota in this room here. <laughs> Just a little. Continue. Uh, sorry. Sorry, in California, but feeling Minnesota, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you guys came up with the gimmick, the black. I mean, can we show a little, a little, oh, oh, a little bit of black card oh, stuff? The fat one, yeah, that'd be me. Mark, there, there, you guys are with Kawada and Misawa oh, from yeah. all Japan. I'm all of what, like 19 there, 18. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, talk yeah. about the gimmick, and for people that are that are listening and and can't see. Uh, you know, um, the the masks were completely black. Right, there were right. no eye yeah. holes or mouth or, or, or yeah. nose holes. Right, right. And then you were wearing the tragedy and comedy right, white right. And, masks. And then the black it. robes over yeah. that. So then when you take it off, you had, had no face. It was crazy. And at the yeah. time, it was really out, uh-huh. out there well, gimmick. And that, that gimmick... It, it was an accident, right? With the black hearts. You know what the black hearts were? Yeah, we the, were the bastard sons, sons of Stu Hart. He went yeah. around banging some rats, and then we were the product yeah. of that. And we were coming back to claim the dynasty. Yeah. But it, so it was a, the whole black heart thing was a constant rip. So like when we get there, Bruce is like, "Wow, well, you know, he had a sewing room, you know, and he sewed and all these masks. He was trying to rib us. He goes, hey, "Why don't you put these?" Is the sun was setting? It was dark. Yeah. Oh, I'll put these on, you know. I'll put these on. He's, he's like throwing a football, right? And I'm like, "Fuck that," you know. Tom's like, "I got it, I got it, bam," you know. Uh, <laughs> he's hitting him in the face. I go, "Fuck, he's ripping." you man yeah. something but but then that turned into like oh that could be a really cool gimmick you know and then so the mask and then, then that's how the whole black heart thing evolved it was, so, it was a joke in the backyard I, <laughs> I so, feel like you told me that you couldn't see anything out of those masks no you can but when you sw- when you sweat it's, it's hard you gotta pop it a lot because the sweat would fill it up like you know and I'm a so sweater the, you know? <laughs> so the black heart gimmick was Bruce Hart's idea Bruce Hart yes wow he ribbon, he was ribbing Tom, your old man and he was ribbing us yeah, yeah I thought that was Tom's no uh, not at all that was all Bruce Hart oh yeah, damn yeah, so I mean, you, I knew I, I knew Bruce had added to it. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It was Bruce ribbing us with the mask and the whole bastard. Yeah. No, that was all Bruce. That was all Bruce. And, and I, I, I think, don't get me wrong, Tom was a great talent. I thought yeah. he just, like, he was kind of poisoned in the mind. He yeah. was, like, mean to people and stuff. You know, I didn't get that. But like you said, mental illness is a whole. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I never thought of it to like that. Yeah. Too, you know, I was busy dealing with Luna on different personalities yeah. for 18 years. Well, back then, you know. 26 um, minutes. We were, <laughs> uh, you guys were. So Tom had come back from Calgary right. to Florida while we were all still and there. And he was all beat up. He changed. Yes. He came back. They, yeah, I guess we'll get into the reasons yeah, why yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. second. But, um, <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I lost <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah, this is the black card gimme, the Tom Calgary. So back, he came back and he wanted to go back to yeah. Calgary. So he asked me if I wanted to go. But he didn't, he didn't go into details on why he came back in such rough shape. Well, I mean, like you heard the rumors. You yes. know, he he never actually said about you know being naked and Grammy rolls in the how, parking lot. How about you know, upside down and syringes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that were mean to him. But he but he was kind of like you know, the reason I left is like I can see why it happens. He brought I, it on himself right, a lot. Like, we were there. Uh, you know, Kenny Johnson. I don't know if you remember who Kenny Johnson is. He's a, he was a good worker. He actually took my spot for a while when I left there. Um, I remember we were in the pavilion training, and uh, because 
Bruce felt we need to be retrained, which is great. You know, I love any, I'll welcome any training. I'll still go to anywhere. I'll listen to any seminar or anything because you never stop learning, you know. So uh, we go there and Kenny was like, oh, fuck, Owen's coming back. Nobody's going to get a spot now. And, yeah. And, you know, Tom, you know, he took it in. I didn't think nothing of it. Then we're at TVs. All of a sudden I get called by Ross and Bruce like, oh, come in the bathroom. Well, that's just shady, but whatever. I get there. So uh, we heard Kenny was talking shit about Owen coming back in. Dave, what do you think? I said, I didn't hear anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, we were supposed to win the belts that, that, that next week. And I, I came back, Tom. I said, I'm done, man. I quit. He goes, you can't quit. We're going to get to... I go, I'm out of here, man. That's... Did you leave that quick? Yeah, I left. Well, Holy I had to pay. Their rib on me was not paying me. Like, oh, I had yeah. a family. and I had a kid. Like I said, I had a son. I had to send money home. I was, like, I was sitting there, like, I, I went from, like, I went there chubby, like, two, 225, 230. I dropped down to 200 because, you know, yes. I was training every day. I wasn't eating. And Tom would go, like, uh, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm like. Okay. One day I decided to go for a walk after him, and, and I seen him in a restaurant eating. His parents were sending him money. Oh. <laughs> I was starving. I was literally had no money. That's I was like, fucked yeah. I, I went home on a Greyhound bus with like thirty bucks in my pocket oh, to make man. it home on a Greyhound. But the, the day I was leaving, Tom went and stooged me off for leaving. It, you know, and, and they sent. Remember Ben Ryan? That kid yes. Ben Ryan. Ben Ryan comes. Oh, Dave. You know they messed up. Here's some money. If I would have been smart, I would have took the money he had in his pocket and left. Yes. But I, I just like you know that time I was like, man, the hell with this. I, I've seen enough. I never got physical ripped i just got ripped the, the money wise was that hurt me that was where it hurt the most for me because i i needed something you know i didn't see any money when i was there but i can't there was no money now i want to think back about it that experience no amount of money was, it was great you know yeah. that is i don't know the word i'm searching for here but it was invested i get you yeah 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 like that experience that helped me in the rest of my life you know onto today and you know? and part yeah. of tom's deal was if you looked at tom uh, you know, he had the same singlet that, that Owen oh, wore. Yeah, he loved Owen, he, yeah. he bleached his hair blonde like Owen. So, and he was like way bigger and, more, and, and a lot he's more. 6'4 almost. Yeah, so, he was yeah. like 6'4, 250 and, oh, yeah. and, and not nearly as athletically gifted as Owen. And he would no. try to do all these yeah, things. And I think that was part of the deal where, where he was fucked with a lot. Yeah. Because he was be trying a, to be an Owen Hart. Owen Hart, yeah, yeah. 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 And, well, I mean, deep down, I think he's a good guy. I mean, I he's just... Just you know when you have mental issues, you know, he's yeah, a compl- complicated person. Yes, you know, he's a complicated. Person. There's some bipolar shit going on. Yeah. There's a lot of different. I don't want. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't want to get into. You know his dad. Oh, it's all kinds of crap yeah. going on. You know that. You've, you've been around. But him, did you encounter him later in your career or in life? Have you talked ha- to him? I haven't seen or? him since I beat him up in a yes. parking lot. <laughs> in, in, we'll get to that. Too. <laughs> so the um, <laughs> the nature of the ribbing that happened to him. Oh, I mean, I heard. Um, they actually lit his bed on fire while he was in it. Well, I don't know. I heard that they. Oh, I did. I heard they lit his pizza up. They would intercept the pizza. And yeah, slide it on fire and throw it in him. Like every day, they would cut his robe a little shorter because he liked the, the robes when yeah. he first went. This was in Calgary. They, yeah. they they turned his winter coat into a vest. Yeah, tooth toothpaste in the pockets. You know, that's yeah. the harmless stuff. But I mean, you, I mean, you're sitting next to the king of rivers. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was going to, you know, I was going to mention that. Like, I, it's you know, I I do have to talk about the fact that. I've been known to do some some ribbing. And some of them are pretty fucking heavy. Everybody knows. Did um, they ask for it? Most, well, uh, yes and no. Some yes then, and some of them I was just fucking flat out wrong. And it was bullying fucking behavior. And I look back on it now. And I see that. But at the time, you figure, oh, what the fuck, right? Well, oh, they deserved it. Well, maybe well, they well, didn't. Like what? Did you guys ever rib each other? No, no way. No, 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 no. Fucking no? kidding me? <laughs> After I fucking heard what he did to Tom. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, I remember uh, Bradshaw came to me one time and he goes, I can't get a green light on you. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm trying to get a green light from Taker, but he won't give me a green light on you. Yeah. I go, green light for what? He goes, rib you, you son of a bitch. I'm like, what? And he right. goes, Taker says you're married to Luna and she's nuts. And if you can survive Luna, you don't know, tell him what you're going to do. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you're right. I fucking stab you, you fucking big bastard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I don't rib anybody, so I don't want. I don't want to mess with them. I don't want to get messed with. I mean, I figure, you know, don't bother nobody. Yeah. <laughs> don't get bothered. <laughs> so, um, I want to rib people. Trust me. I lay down. Going, oh, fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> so, talking about Luna, and I, I, I talked to you before. I, I asked David, "Hey, is there anything you don't want to talk about?" And he's like, "I don't know." What do you mean? <laughs> I know. Exactly. I, have, I have the same conversation with so, him. Um, Life's your life. He's going to regret yeah. saying that there isn't anything he doesn't want to talk about. I, well, I you know, my, I, Tom, Tom and, and, and Angel were, were they married? Yes. Okay. All right. So we got to go. All right. We're yeah. backing up. Time warp here. Um, what I can remember, because like I don't even remember atten- attending that wedding, but I guess I did. I'm in pictures of it. Okay, <laughs> like, so... but, well, the thing was, she was with Dick Slater. Yes. Right? Okay. So we're talking and, about Luna. Uh, you know, according to Luna, I don't know, he was a bad man. A lot of, he, you know, Luna could say stuff that's over the top and sometimes stuff's the truth. It's hard to say, but, you know, for whatever. She alleged physical abuse. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But, um, so she was just, I just know she was not happy in a relationship and, like, she ran away. And within that week that she ran away, they got married, her and Tom, somehow. It was like they yeah. got, like, she just didn't want to go back. It was like, I don't know. It was, it was after he got back from Calgary, right? Yeah, this was like, yeah, back, Global had already shut down, and um, Rusty was running schools out of his backyard, because that's when um, I had to go with Luna. Tom really liked Luna. He like, because we met Luna. Yeah, but he was going with Penelope Paradise. <laughs> yeah, Ron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's married to Steve Collins. Yeah, now. I know, They're right? Happy, got babies. Yeah, I'm really like, happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, was he was always like, he, he was always like bashing up on Penelope. Yeah, he was yeah. with Penelope. Yeah, but he had a thing for Luna. He loved Luna. He adored her. They went to school together, right? They were in the same no school. Shit, Pumping no. Ohio. Pumping Ohio down there. And uh, he would go like, oh, you know, I really like her. And I'm like, She's crazy because the first time I ever met her, I was doing jobs in Florida Championship Wrestling. Yes. She got her nose broke by uh, Peggy Lee or something, yes. and she kicks the door open and she's bleeding all over. And I'm sitting there unlacing my boots up, and she goes, "Ah, fresh meat!" And I'm like, "Oh fuck this!" So yeah, I packed yeah. up and I got behind Noms, and Noms goes, "What's the matter, Dave?" I go, "That bitch is crazy." Yes. He goes, "It's just Luna. She does her laundry. She's good." I'm like, "Fuck you, man! <laughs> Stay away from her." She so, was such a sweet. <laughs> that was my first impression of her, and then, yeah. then later. Tom, like, like she, he, he, we were doing the black heart thing, so we're back from Calgary and everything, doing the black heart thing. And she goes, oh, that's an amazing gimmick. I want to manage you, blah, blah, blah. So he got her number, and then he comes, calls me up one day, and uh, he's like, she wants to go train with us today. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to go around her. He goes, oh, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, uh, she's crazy, dude. I, I seriously was scared of her. I was like, no, I was, she's crazy, you know. Yeah. So he talked me into it. We show up there to her house. It's three in the afternoon. Her and Three Finger Denise have been drinking margaritas all day long. They're shit out there. They're crazy. <laughs> and what else they were doing, I don't know. But don't want to ask. But it's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you utilize those fingers? But she did. <laughs> but uh, so we get there, and I'm like, oh man. And then she's like, yeah, drive it. I'm like, I don't fucking drive. I'll take my own car. I don't want to go, you know. And then I ended up driving. I don't know if you remember. She had like a Volkswagen Rabbit, this little Volkswagen Golf or something. Rap, which she called it the Hippity Hop. So it was a Volkswagen rabbit, I guess. <laughs> so she, they talked me into driving. I don't know. We're going down 95 to go into Rusty's to train. She climbs over 
the seat and she's why don't you like me why don't you like me and she pulled my my freaking favorite shirt off my indianapolis 500 shirt i'm such a whiskey tango redneck i was hot you know yeah. that shirt had a lot of memories that shirt tied in the first time i've been in the strip club everything that shirt meant everything to me it's my first road trip i was like 17 you know <laughs> i was like but she tore my shirt off so i'm i'm hot but and she was punching me in the face while we're going down 95 you know traffic 95 is like la kind of some days you know sounds crazy to people probably listening but doesn't sound <laughs> surprising or crazy to me at all it's an everyday life like my next 18 years but yeah. <laughs> like uh, but uh, so we get there and I'm like I'm hot and Rusty's like what is wrong with you I go I'm gonna kill that I'm gonna kill her and he's like That's, you know, she's with Dick Slater you can't be touched that's Luna you, you can't be you, no you gotta show respect you can't I go that bitch tore my shirt off I'm like I'm gonna kill her you know I'm all like rednecked up yeah. you know I'm ready to fight you know <laughs> so he goes go in the ring and wrestle it off so I get in the ring and I'm just like chain wrestling trying to like just, just wrestle off some, some anger issues out of nowhere she just drops down. I don't know if she came off the, the top rope or she slid through the ring, but she bit onto my back. She bit down like a freaking pit bull. And I was like, I couldn't reach her. She was in the center of my back. You know, she's drunk, you know. Yes. And, and, and so I dove through the ropes to get her, get her off me, right? Break the contact. And I just lost it. I grabbed her and I had her up against the tree. You know, Russ yeah. is like, no, don't do it. That's things later in the weekend. I'm going to kill her. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm like, I've lost it. Yeah. So they talked me into putting her down and I went out to her car, kicked every mirror and door in on it. I beat the whole car up. Wow. <laughs> and then she left a scar on my back. Now. Can we see it? Ah, no, it's gone. Uh, I was going to tell you, before <laughs> the scar went away, within a year, it was there for a year. Before that scar was gone, I was with her and spent, hey, that was like, wow. we were best friends. It's like she, that's why I say she's the real vampire because she bit me and turned me. You know, oh, like damn. before that scar healed, we Aww. were like best friends and running up and down the road together. And I, I don't know how that's possible. You know, I don't even know how we got together because like she had the women's company, right? And uh, she was the booker. What was it? Wow or whatever it was. Oh, uh, that yeah. Was that with, with Howard uh, Brody and Howard all Brody and... So she would go, "Oh, this is Dave. He's my best friend of the girls." So yeah. Dave got laid all the time. You know, I, like I ran through the list of women workers, and she was always setting me up. And then we were. We almost fooled around once, and I'm like, I'm not going to get with you. You're, you're dirty. She goes, you're worse than me. I'm like, I'm not getting with you. But somehow we ended up together like a year. Oh, where people were accusing us of being together when we weren't. We were just really yeah. good friends. And then after a while, after uh, I beat Tom up, that's when I ended up with But how him. did that, how did, see, you and I never really talked about that. How did that? What happened? I mean, Tom, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was he doing? Um, I mean, what was no, he doing? Uh, well, you know. He had every right to be upset, you know what I mean? She was not, you know, we'd go out and drink all night and stuff like that. You know, I can understand the frustration, but I was upset with him. Uh, like, he bullied people. Like, I sure. wasn't a bully. Like, I didn't get into that. Like, I didn't like red-bellying people and picking on heavier kids because I was always the heavy, you know. Like, yes. You know, I didn't like that at all. So I held a lot of that in. And then when we went to Japan, like, I did two tours with all Japan, right? And then he told the office that I'd just gotten married and that I didn't want to come back to Japan because they wanted, they wanted to put the belts on us, with uh, the Asian belts. Yes. Uh, and they wanted us to stay a year working at Dojo. And it would have been a great push at that time. But Japan was so off the charts at that, at that time. I think they were higher than Anoki. I think they might have been were. number one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Miss Baba loved us. And he said to them that I didn't want to go. I couldn't spend a year. It was him that didn't want to go. and all that. So I was hot yeah. about that. And then... You know, so, you know, you hold a lot of things in, but I, 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 I can work through stuff. I mean, I, I could deal with things. And then um, we just, it was in Fairly one day. I Back then, I don't know, I don't think they're popular now, but I was all halcyoned up, drinking my face off, you know. Oh, H, they used to call those H-bombs. H-bombs, yeah. yeah. You know, if you, you, you were on the wrong end of them, it could be a dead that's how I ended, <laughs> Well, that's how I ended up with no eyebrows. Yeah. Halcyon. That's the exact yeah. drug. But I, but I loved them. <laughs> I, would, I would take as many as I could and drink and stay up, like, ugh. 
I love those things. Not now. I mean, I mean, I like other things. Sounds like <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> what I can remember. As <laughs> many times I ended up naked on the street corner, and uh, was it uh, Osaka going Osaka? Because that's the thing about the, that's the thing about that particular drug is like if you if you uh, miss your window sleep, you'll fucking you can do shit Tripping and not balls, even know what you just yeah, did. Yeah, no memory. It's of like it, yeah. the ambient thing, except worse. You many times, rest in peace. I would see Steve Williams in an elevator naked, just going up and wow. down. He's passed out. He's too big to get in his room. Like, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> you know yeah. it is amazing. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, I was all I was drinking heavily that night. It was after a. a, a Joe Goodhart show. Joe Goodhart. Oh, Remember TWA. Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, Tri-State yeah, Wrestling Alliance. We were the champions up there at the time. And, and that was a big deal because I felt honored because they didn't really fly guys around that much. Yes. So to be brought up from Florida to work, it was a cool thing. They were like a hot... It was like... I kind of call it the original ECW. They like, it was. They were the pioneer of it all. That, the first blood match. It matches was the and, first big independent promotion. And they drew. And, I mean, and you know, they had the Cactus Jack... Uh, 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 Eddie Gilbert Eddie matches. Gilbert. That yeah. was the one, yeah. Then there was the first Blood Battle Royal. The only way you won the Battle Royal is the guy that didn't color. <laughs> Fuck. That sounds healthy. Well, I went in the ring and I almost gagged. There was so much blood. Yeah. And it, like, I was, you could just smell the iron and the ring was just coated in blood. These guys Future vampire was... warrior gagged at a sight of blood. There's our headline for the day. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I had a lot of animosity towards him and then we were, uh, we were drinking and he said something smart ass to me or something and then, uh, I don't know what it was. I just like lost his huge. So he swung on me, and I just I ended up like I, I don't know. I kind of blacked out, but I guess I got him down, and, and I felt so bad when I saw him. And I just choked him out, and yeah. beat him back and forth, back and forth. And like I remember Luna diving across, saying, "You're gonna kill him. You're gonna kill him." And then when the cops came, they told me they were arresting me for uh, attempted murder. Wow. <laughs> it was that bad. It was then Tom being Tom, <laughs> the cops had me handcuffed, Indian style, sitting over there waiting. They come back to me almost an hour later. Like they're sitting over there trying to sort it out, and they go, "Is he on drugs or is he drinking?" I go, "No, he really doesn't do any of that. He might have a few beers, but he wasn't drinking tonight." And they go, "Well, he's the biggest asshole we ever met. We just can go to the hospital, the jail, or the airport. You get the room, take the room, you're out of here." And they let me go. I was like, "Oh my, thank you." Wow. I mean, I was covered in blood, and then like I felt so bad. I, I really did feel like sick. Because you're a good fucking dude. That's why. <laughs> The next day, when I saw him in the airport, like Kevin Sullivan was there, and Kevin yeah. goes, "What the fuck happened?" And Kevin knew what happened, but he was just like made me feel bad about. I couldn't even see his eyes. He was like purple, and red. I felt so bad that I could do that to a human being. Yeah. It just made me like, like I was afraid, like, man, you know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just felt horrible. You know, it's like anything, like ribbing somebody too far or anything. You just sure. if you got a conscience or something. I mean, I felt horrible, and uh, but really, we uh, we worked together a few more times after that, like some bookings, and that was it. And then he got uh, Dave. Dave Johnson, and then they went back to yeah. Japan, and then you've seen that video. Have you ever seen that video? Where no. Hanson bounces the chair off his head. And it oh, comes now out, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah it comes tongue. out like tomato sauce yes. to his thing, and they knock the other, uh, uh, Spivey, I think, knocks out the other guy twice. Yeah. Turn him back. He gets up, he comes around, he knocks him out, and he goes, oh, it's brutal. Like, uh, mm. brutal. That, so that, that was Tom and uh, another fella, and then they went on to Memphis, and then they went to WCW for that short feud with the Cole twins. Like, people say, well, I've seen you in WCW. Like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can I, tell. Yeah. I can tell that because you guys have different body styles. So I mean, yeah. I can. I was tell always the one with the titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the you're, ass. Taller. You're, way, you're way taller too. I mean. Huh? I'm pretty sure you were taller than Dave Johnson. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll see. I'm, I'm working on my in, um, next in January. I think. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, Do you guys ever? Uh, the Hack Myers tribute show or something? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you and Dave ever uh, compare notes about the Blackheart 
I don't ask him much because no. I, I know what the Tom just talk shit, yeah. and even even Luna at the time probably you know talk shit for a little bit, you know. But uh, yeah, probably maybe you know because there was a period we were back and forth, right? But so, but that's just life, and that's how people are, you know. Yeah. But no, I get along with Dave. Dave's cool. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't dislike really anybody, man. Really, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's. I mean, really, I had a few I issues. Know, but no, I, I, I don't know really anyone that dislikes you. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> we were talking about one today. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think I, Tom dislikes me now. I think I think we could get. I really wish I could talk to him and, and me too. And get along because we were sad. friends. Yeah, man. we all spent so much fucking time we were together. Ride and die, time. homies, man. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, serious time. Yeah, like yeah. almost every. I mean. All Several days a week, week. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd come up sometimes to stay a week, you know, and yeah. sleep with Phyllis, you know, it was a good time. Slept with Phyllis? No, on what the floor. The ah, Phyllis is, come on now. Uh, well, Larry, and, <laughs> I used to feel bad when she asked me to scratch her back. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, Phyllis. <laughs> and so, who, so who in the late 80s um, would have the balls to even fuck with Dick Slater's old lady? I hate to say old lady, but yeah, you know that's a term people love. Yeah, he was known to be he was known to be a tough guy. Tough? Are you fucking kidding me? Rusty was like, you know, Dave, you could probably stand toe to toe with him, but you know, I wouldn't advise it. You know, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's not my problem. I'm like, I got, I've seen him after. I ran up to him on shows later. He was fine. You know, he beat the fuck out of John Matusak, right? Did he? I know he did Sting, too. He didn't put yeah. Sting's head in the toilet. Yep. <laughs> he came in. Gave him a swirly. He's taking a piss. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wrestling was different in the 80s. These kids are so powder puff now, and, and they don't play. Oh. They, you got, yeah, it was different. I mean, you're talking about uh, you know, just, these guys from Tampa, yeah, yeah. like Paul Arndorf, the Brandon Bull, yeah. uh, Dick Slater. Uh, you're talking about Danny Spivey. They used Dan to call in, in Tampa, he's known as Dangerous Dan, the left-hand man. man. Because he'll he left-hand. knock you the fuck uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those ask guys. Ask Adrian Adonis. Well, you can't I mean, ask Adrian Adonis. Well, I mean, no? you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Mike, Mike Graham's dad, Eddie Graham, he wouldn't yes. put a belt on a heel unless you, you, you legitimately defended in a bar. You know, right. he encouraged bar fights with the heels. But he if did. you lost, you, if you lost a bar fight, you got fired too. You're out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he generally liked it. You know, back then it was good for the business to, to, to be a tough guy, gave it credibility. And, and I think that's a lot. I mean, I'm very, I like the old school wrestling. I like that mentality. I think, you know, I think your heel. You should want to walk around him, not through him, when you walk into a bar. You know, mm-hmm. if you see your top heel, you'd be like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go this way." You, you know, like you should. They should look the part. You know, wrestling's changed; it's evolved so much. And they say there's no hate, no no face, no heels. You're entertainers, but I, 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 just, I uh, like the good guy, bad guy. I love it. I gotta understand the story. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. I gotta either generally dislike this person. Now, what defines <laughs> now what defines a good guy and a bad guy these days has changed a lot. But it's you still lot. need that somebody to boo and somebody to cheer, yeah. and there needs to be a distinction between yeah. the two. Just like I think you need competition too. Yeah. Like when they, they the whole WCW thing when that went away when they bought that, I think it was the, the craziest thing because you, yeah. you got to have competition. People like to pick a channel. They like to choose. You know, yeah. you got a red shirt or blue shirt. You like to have the choice. If you don't have a choice, you don't like it. You're like ah, oh, this every day, this every day. No matter how good it is or how bad it is, yeah. mm-hmm. you have no choice. So you're upset that you don't have a choice. You, people like to have a choice. So Dave, <laughs> Dave uh, um, when when Angel when Luna, I'm Luna, sorry. Luna, sometimes yeah, Luna truly. Kurt, yeah. Kurt, truly yeah. <laughs> Gertrude, yeah, dirty Gertie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you she, know I love you. Don't come oh, down to haunt too, me because she haunts me, man. She, <laughs> me. Um, she, uh, she ended up working for Vince. I think she came in before or right around the same time, maybe before she, I did. 
right after you at the okay. maybe because oh, yeah, she, right she, she was you were still doing the uh, uh, global Texas I had a, I had a you just come back so, to Florida yeah. or something and then you, you you got called up and then you did the whole thing yeah the, the one two but you were in Memphis. How did how's that general? Oh, 93 Memphis? when I was yeah. in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. came to see me. I, That's I remember right. one night I took so much effort to make that road trip home. I couldn't sleep. You were sleeping soundly, and I was like in my bed, oh, I might as well have been on crank or something. He was going up. <laughs> he was going up, and I was going down. He was down. going down. <laughs> <laughs> Time I hit that little, uh, what was it, uh, Albert's Hotel and Cabins, like a CD, oh, 24 hour shit. porno. Remember that? You stayed with yeah, that? Yeah, they had yeah. the fucking all you can watch porno. <laughs> porn, <channel. you> know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, they had the garage where you could pull your car in, hide your car from your wife. That's you right. Know? <laughs> like, oh, these are important things you need days. to keep in mind. You know? Noted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she was already there, and then you came in via the, the wedding to the vampire thing, right? Huh? Well, I had was been a lot. Your... Yeah, actually, I had. I was, These hot hairs just me sweating. You it's no, it's super hot here. Can we crank the air, Mark? <laughs> so, I stop because I'm a fat fan. bastard and I'm drinking. I'm sweating. So, so I go to work for Vince, and, and Vince is starting to do stuff with, with Jarrett in Memphis. Right, right, right. And so I get loaned to Memphis, and I go down there. And so obviously I'm, yeah. I'm traveling with David and, and Luna, uh, and... I never got a fucking dime for those shows, by the way. <laughs> Just a smile. And <laughs> yeah. I, lucky to get a handshake and a thank you That's at it. the time. And uh, Lawler had to book in, right? Yes. Yeah, Lawler had to book. Yeah. Well, Lawler paid better than Jerry Jarrett, though. Like, like when I left Memphis, I was like thinking I wasn't making enough money and all that. I was like, I can't survive here. And they like yeah. laughed at me. They go, okay. What and then when your... I came back, it was just like no money. <laughs> were, were you just paid a weekly or were you paid the no, per uh, town? Per but, town. But I was working on top. I was yeah. blessed to be on top. So like whenever they brought, you know, like Kurt Hennigan yeah. or you, whatever, you know, I was usually involved in angles because I was working Lala or something. So, so I had the top spot. So you made your money. And, uh, there we go. Watch yeah, him. the old Vampire Warrior. Day. Yep. Versus, and this is from Memphis? Yeah, this, that's Memphis. Uh, that's uh, probably in Mid-South Coliseum right there. Yeah. That's when I first, you know, trying to figure out the whole. That's you how know. you register a punch, folks. <laughs> Uh, now he reaches in. Yeah, I'm touching my gimmick, getting a gimmick, but <laughs> which well, was never a gimmick. There was never nothing. It was nothing ever. Right. Tell <laughs> me, I would lose it. I couldn't Dave, carry. Dave, <laughs> tell me about. Uh, how, what did you, did you like working with Jerry? Yes, Jerry I Lawler? did actually. You know what? Uh, the thing was, is I went to uh, like I was doing Japan, right? And then you know Stampede. Then I did to Japan. Then I went to Puerto Rico when I was working Savio every night, which I didn't know Savio was trying to knock me out every night because it was a misunderstanding on our like second match we ever had. Oh wow! <laughs> you know Savio? Yes. He, 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 he thought you told him to knock you out every no, night. No, 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 no. This is what happened. I I hit him with a clothes and I said, "Hey, go ahead and call some more." I'm good. He thought I said, hey, motherfucker, I got some more. Oh, <laughs> and you know, Jesus I had Christ. a Letty clothesline. Yeah. Time. So every night, he was kicking me with a super kick, and I'm like, this fucking stiffest guy in the world. Like, I was, like, drinking through a straw, like, because he had cracked my jaw at one point. And, yeah. you know, years later, I, I, I didn't get that, like, he thought I was shooting him, so he was shooting on me. But he, because he, I remember in the locker room when he got the job as Quang or whatever, yeah. he kept telling everybody, this fucking guy, you can't knock him out. He just keeps getting up. I said, I didn't know you were trying to knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have stayed down. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, thought we were working. You were just killing me. He goes, oh, motherfucker, you goody yeah. goo goo. <laughs> oh, that's what he loved to say goody goo goo. Yeah. <laughs> Straight Eddie Murphy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Just awesome. So, you know, I, I forgot how to work, right? I became just like really like, uh, and then like I would work with Jarrett and he would let me get out of a headlock. He'd make me hold the headlock the whole match. I'm like, man, what's going on here? Yeah. But, but Lawler never complained one or not. It was Scotty Taylor that smartened me up. I said, Dave, you're killing everybody. You're killing me. He says, you're just beating the shit out of everybody. You can't yeah. beat it. I go, am I? 
I thought he goes, "Yeah, you're killing us, man!" Like, so, so I, re- I had to reprogram myself in Memphis, which you know later on I went, you know, like, later. Baller's tough though. You could beat the no, fuck he didn't out of him. He didn't say a word, man. He worked me every night yeah. and uh, and go to back to the payday so we don't get swerved. Like my pay system was, you had to make your money in the Coliseum. That's where you made your money. So. You know, like you, you could, I was getting like like five hundred yeah. for, for a wow, Coliseum really? show, yeah, yeah, and then wow. forty a night on every other town that I drove, all, all those Even towns, Louisville? yeah, forty bucks, man, forty. But a lot, the mid, uh, in the Coliseum, that's where I made my payday, and I had to make that stretch, so I had to bank, yeah. so like, and they paid where you were in the car too, so I was blessed to be up there. So I thought like that wasn't enough money, you know. I didn't know I was young and. I went home, I left, you know, I said, I can't stay out here on that. And then I went back and Jerry Jared had to pull me. I was like, 90 bucks, 60 bucks. And the car, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Didn't last very long on that trip around. I couldn't afford it. I was sleeping in my car and stuff, you know. I would, I would shower at the uh, buildings and, yeah. or the gym or whatever. So most of your money went to, like, if you couldn't find somewhere to train for free, you had to pay a drop. But So most of it was just to get a shower and train, you know. Memphis was a place where, like, you know, the whole rat system, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I needed it wasn't about sex as it was about somebody to take help you take care of you well, know like do well, laundry drive you around different things well, like that Lula told me when I got booked this year you gotta find yourself a stripper right yeah. now you gotta go watch cause you gotta get somebody to take care of you you need somewhere to stay <laughs> I'm like, a lesson I can't he stay. took with him all the way through life you want to choose go reach too much we haven't to she has no, too much we'll time on her hand researching stuff <laughs> yeah I mean so I started sweating again you just made me sweat you made me nervous Christy. you made me very nervous yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> quit batting those eyes. Where are we at? <laughs> Fuck, where were we? At? <laughs> I had to get a stripper to take Stri- care of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, yeah. You, Thank you, Thank you. So yeah, she said that. But I ended up staying with uh, actually uh, uh, Scotty uh, Johnny Polo, whatever he was called. Oh, oh Raven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Scotty the Body. Remember, yeah. I worked with him in Florida, right? Yeah, was, we, we all know. Like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We so were Blancos, and he, he was, was staying with this girl, Anita Good, in a trailer. So that lasted for me. Oh, you remember any? Yeah, yeah she had all the good drugs. <laughs> she was in hers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Carrie Von Eric would come through there to stop it. I go, I was Carrie Von Eric. Wow, remember you know, Tracy? You know remember- she goes, of course I know Carrie Von Eric. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do you want? She goes, none of your business. Remember Tracy? <laughs> huh? Tracy? Oh, yeah. For Nike. Worked for Nike. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, you know, Woods came through. So many people come through there. It was Bullpen came through. Samantha. That's right. Yeah. Samantha. She ended up with Bill Dundee, and now she's dating a dude from Rascal Flats. The singer from. Rascal. I mean, how this world is crazy. Huh? <laughs> so, hey, you know, I was. John, like you're all over the place, dude. How did you get <laughs> David? Uh, all gold. Where'd the vampire come from? Vampire. Yeah. Well, me and Luna were sitting there one day, high as hell. <laughs> Movie, yeah, we call them baloney blowouts. You know what a baloney blowout is? Yeah. We just order, you know, all this shit. We've been up all couple of days, whatever. So we had all this food. We're sitting there just, just binge watching movies and uh, watching The Lost Boys. And she said, Slater turned around to The Lost Boys because you got to watch this movie. It's really Amazing cool. Movie, yeah. So I was sitting there and like, ah, by the end of the movie, I was like, oh, like, oh, it'd be really cool to, you know, wrestle as a vampire. And she goes, you should do that. I go, no, you know, cause I'm traditional. Like there's a heel face, yes. you know, all that, you know, not entertainment or nothing, you know, she goes, you should do that. I was only kidding, but it would be cool. She goes, no, you should try to do that. Try to do that. And, uh, so, you know, we talked about it, whatever. But then one day I was, uh, cutting grass. My uncle had a lawn maintenance company. I was like cutting grass in a, Guy Barabbas. I don't know if you know who Barabbas is. Yeah, he, Barabbas. Uh, you know yeah. Barabbas? He was a Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Puerto Barabbas. Rican manager. He, go, he came out one day. He goes, man, you look like a wrestler. You know, bad guy job, yeah. you know, all tanned up, shirt off, you know, cutting grass. He goes, I go, matter of fact, I am. He goes, oh, you ever thought about going to Puerto Rico? I go, no. He goes, what kind of character? I said, well, I was thinking about a vampire thing. He goes, oh, the vampire thing would be perfect, you know. And, and uh, 
He goes, you got any pictures? So I ran out right away and, you know, came up with this whole vampire stuff. Like, I had to take a... You took fucking... Yeah. Fucking uh, <laughs> fingernail tips. Yeah, yeah. Lee Presson did yeah. the, the nails. So I'd find the ones that fit here, right? So I'd take them, cut them, paint them to the color of my teeth and then super glue them on. I yes. did that for like four years. That was... Super... <laughs> I thought that was really uncomfortable. I thought that was really smart. It was a really good idea, man. I was like, oh, wow. Well, I don't know. I got this hot spot on my brain. I'm not sure if it's from ecstasy, that super glue, or chair shots. I remember they called me, and when I broke my neck, it took longer to clear me from my head injury. Then they were like, it was a blessing you came in here with the neck. You're going to get vegetables soon. I'm like, what are you talking about? They go, you got a dark spot on your brain. Oh, Jesus Christ. I do. And they go, yeah. (laughs) You okay? I go, Fine. <laughs> like, my neck hurts. So I'm here. I'm ahead. <laughs> but it was, it was, you know, that was a blessing that, you know, they caught that. And I, I take very minimal chair shots now and stuff. <laughs> Still take them once in a while yeah, from the yeah, right person, the right fear. time, for the right thing. It's got to be the right reason. It's not just just to do it. To do it. It's somewhere like work for in a lot of companies that I work like Paragon. When they, yes. they run regular angles and and, and and WCWC, which you know, Chris Christy works there too. So I met this lovely Christy Olson. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, um, so you run angles, so you know you yeah. have your blow-offs and stuff. So there's a time that I'll still take them and stuff. But not care. I used to take them every night for fun. I didn't care. You know, I worked a road dog every night. I eat hungry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was that hardcore loop, man. It was, yeah, uh, and I, yeah. I, I, I've taken a ton of them too, and, and I, I don't let anybody come near me with a chair anymore. Yeah. And, and I have such delicate hands, so I can't put my hands up there. I'd rather just get hit in the head than oh, to, to break a and finger. And that's the worst, <laughs> man. Don't you remember being told this is the hardest part of your body? <laughs> well, yeah, so they also told me a pro wrestler had an extra pint of blood more than everybody else too. And I believe that shit. I still do. I'm like, I got more blood than you. I can bleed out. Fuck you. <laughs> pro wrestler, man. What are you? <laughs> did you, go, did you? How do you feel about this concussion lawsuit then? I I don't know. I didn't jump on it. Somebody reached out to me a long time ago, but like, if I wanted to sue him, I would have did it a long time ago when I got burnt in the elevator or when they hung me on TV and I died. Basically, I don't know if you remember that or not. What? When uh, remember the boss man who's going to bring the brood into the ministry? Yeah. Th- threw me over the rope with the, the thing. Yes. Richie told him, "Don't use that rope. Don't use it. It was a brand new rope, and they wanted to do it anyway. So they they wanted yeah. to do that angle, so they threw me over." And Richie then, Posner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. magic guy. Yeah. And then um, I bounced off the apron with the rope cinched up I, I remember sitting there on tv and uh everything was just going away and i just said i just i made my peace with god you know i said like let my kids know Were your fucking hands tied yeah i couldn't get the rope it was oh. just locked tight i just i hung and then um uh Midi and dennis yes dennis looked over i mean if you see pictures there's pictures out there like boogers are out of my nose oh, belly was pushed out i i i said goodbye to the world i made peace with god and and i was going out and then all of a sudden everything came right back just as fast as it was going away and it was like uh, Dennis going, Davy, 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 you okay? Oh you okay? And Luna, she flipped out. And they actually fired Luna over getting uh, getting upset in the gorilla because she goes, "There's something wrong. There's something wrong." She you know how she would go, make a big yes. deal. She didn't care. She she was upset. She made a deal out I, of it. And, you know, I, I really don't think she can help the way she. I mean, no, no, she, I mean no. she had a lot of stuff going on. Right? Well, no, she she's had schizophrenia, yeah. bipolar. Yes. She was on. She you know she get on her medicine, she'd be all right. But then she'd get off, and when she thought she was fine, and then shit would go awry. You know, and not to, I don't mean to. Going to the weeds here, but one of her fucking pills one time. We were orange Elevils? The Elevil. Yeah. I, I did a mistake of taking that too. We were in, we were in, we were in fucking Tel Aviv, Israel. Okay, and we were in this club, and there was a fucking Scud missile that didn't explode wow. that fucking went through the the roof of this club. While well, you they, were there? They, they turned into a club. Uh, uh, no, yeah, but it was still, the missile was still there. Yeah, and it was this fucking club, and. 
So we used to just take well, if somebody hand us a pill, we'd fucking take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't think about it. And Kev Nash is <laughs> almost seven feet tall and three hundred and change, and he takes one Orange of those fucking things. To call him. And he was out, fucking up against one of those big speaker monitors yeah. in the club, and the fucking bass is going boom, 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 and he's fucking is that, and he's just he's not fuck, he's just totally uh, unresponsive. Uh, used to call him Orange Death. And those fucking things didn't even phase her. No, nothing phased her. Yeah. <laughs> So she motored on through everything. I'm like, whoa. She would take more shit than anybody ever seen in my life. Where were we then? Sorry. <laughs> Tel Aviv, bomb back, orange death, pills. I don't know where we were. Why you, you didn't? You almost got choked out in the... the... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, she couldn't help how she felt. Yeah, you guys yeah. are on point. Good thing you two are paying attention. Because I, I got like some I'm shit. I go like all that. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, I made peace with God and everything, whatever. I was like, ah. But it came back and she 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 lost it up there and... Well, they, they gave me a five grand bonus and fired her like a week later. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, she got like, you know. They brought her back, didn't they? And then they fired her again. They yeah. actually asked me to fire her once. They fired her once while she was in rehab. Then they fired her that time. And then they fired her once. They they, they called me and said, can you yeah. tell her not to make TV? That she doesn't have a job here anymore. I said, no, I'll tell her dude, she's not on TV, but you're going to tell her she doesn't have a job. I'm getting on a plane and getting out of here yeah. when you tell her. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, did, did you go right from Memphis to WWF? No, I, I uh. I went from Memphis to, uh, uh, on my way to Memphis, I stopped in, uh, they were giving tryouts or something, Blackjack was in Orlando for uh, WCW, yes. or whatever it was, and uh, when I went through there, I was just dropping somebody off on my way to Memphis, and then uh, he asked me, are you going to work? And I go, no, I'm, I'm booked in Memphis, I'm going up to Memphis. He goes, well, why don't you just get here and have a match with somebody? And then, so I, I picked a guy I knew, like, I said, all right, I'll do a match with him, and I went in there, and... Everything was going on good, and then uh, I went to do, you know the baseball slide, Jimmy. Yes, I crotched myself oh, from no. the ropes, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, so I get out and I just start lighting them up, boom, yeah. boom, boom, you know, going because I was I was working heel anyways. I shouldn't even be doing a baseball slide, right. but I was programmed, you know, stampede and you know. Of course. So I get on and boom, 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 and then, and I come back and then blackjack. When I was leaving, he goes, "Do you want to go to the power plant or whatever it was called?" I go, "No, I go, no." He said, "We knew everybody was going to come here and uh, have matches with people programmed out. We wanted to see what people." Did when they messed up, right? And he yeah. goes, he said, you covered. He says, you like to come. I go, well, I'm booked in Memphis. I'm going to Memphis. He said, well, come here. On, you have a, you, you're welcome to come in, uh, on your way back whenever you're down in Memphis. And sure enough, I called him, and I went straight from Memphis to there. And I was down there for like two weeks uh, living in a hotel. And um, got in there, and, you know, Sarge, uh, Buddy Lee. Buddy Lee Parker. My knees are already hurting and yeah. beat up, you know. They, they said, like, you're a rookie of the year, 93, but but I had been working a long time prior to that, 93. And, you know, like, my knees are, you know, you're already, you know, every night in Memphis in the car. I was already beat up, but I squatted, right? I squatted. I puked in the trash cans. I didn't quit. I went through everything. These guys were terrible. And I'm, I'm not knocking anybody. They were, like, just big muscle heads. And, sure. And uh, then they took me down to, what was this called, Center Stage or something? Yeah. Or, uh, they went down there and only, they, I signed a, a contract. Now, I signed a year contract. And um, this is where, like, when I'm training guys, I try to tell them these stories like this so they understand. And I ride them a little bit hard sometimes because I, I, didn't, I didn't have a, you know, thick enough skin, you know. I signed yeah. a contract and everything. And then I had to ask. You should never ask why. You should just take a contract and leave and be happy about it, right? Because, you know, they, they were grooming me for something, which turned out to be the uh, Pittman spot, the Code Red. Oh, yeah. Because they used to, in the school, they go, yeah, glaze off with that look you got and all that, right? So I asked them, I said, why did, can I ask you why I had to come here? Like, like these guys can't even tie up and they're beating because you're fat. I go, what? 
He goes, well, you lost some weight, but you're still fat. We had to get your ducks in a row. <laughs> I went home, packed my bag, and came part of the I-75 chain south. Oh, really? I fucking quit. I left. <laughs> That's why I had so much heat there that they wouldn't bring me in WC. They'd bring me up to do jobs like later oh, when damn. I was trying to you know, get back. But they were like, because Valentine, great, goes, Dave, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to go in here and... Uh, help you out. I want you to work like a nephew or a cousin or something to me because, you know, um, you know, his family was really nice to me, his mom. You know, Greg liked me. He took, he, Hammer looked out for me a lot. And yeah. uh, he walks in there and he comes out, you know, that laugh he has. <laughs> like, what? Didn't go very good. Right. You got to put me over in three minutes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thanks. Thanks for trying, though. <laughs> he goes, well, you got heat, kid? I go, yeah, I got heat. <laughs> I, I know why. You know, I don't even know if I even told him why, but I knew I had to eat. I knew why I had it. You know, because I left. I, I signed the contract sure. and left the next day when they called me fat. So I, I try to get on people. I ride people a lot when I'm training and stuff. It's only because I don't want them to make the same mistakes as me. And I'll explain to them why. You, you got to be tough. Every like, time you go there, I don't want nothing to phase you. It's just like, you're like, I've heard it all before. Whatever. So you had, a, you had a case of hurt philioma? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hurt. Packed it up. That's a hard I hadn't thing been care. home in like six months, and I was tired, and I had the flu, and all that squatting, mm-hmm. you know? I squatted so much that I was peeing brown, and like, Luna didn't believe me. I said, I'm peeing like brown. And it turns out it was like blood, stale blood. I was yeah. pushing out of my system, you know, and all that. I was like, but I mean, I hung through there, but when they called me fat, I was just... Mm. <laughs> but it's the truth and that's what it was I'm still fat I go up and forth I battle the weight all the time you know? what's your opinion on running guys through like that when they come into wrestling what's so, on, on running what running them through like you know the, the, the Buddy Lee Parker method of just well, fucking running guys into the ground and I'll, and I'll tell you why because I asked Chael Sonnen why he never got into wrestling and he said well I went to the power plant and fucking for like a week straight just every day nothing but these drills and mm-hmm. you know finally he just said fuck it and if Trust me, he was in great shape when he got there, but mm-hmm. he just like, got, he got sick of, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. He got sick of that shit. I, I fucking don't blame him. I I, I believe it in it because I do it with them. I won't yeah. ask him. He'll, he's sitting over there. One, he was a student. I will squat with him and do everything with him. I won't ask him to do anything. I won't do with them. And I just want to see uh, the, where they are if they how they want it. If they don't go to the gym and, and this and that, then then you know. They go through, but I won't do it. I won't sit there and be the fat guy and the outside. Go, oh, come on, fight more and yell at you. I will squat with you and do it with you. You know, like. So but I, you know, I mean, that's fine to see if the, if the guys have what it takes and they have the fucking yeah. eth- work ethic and, and all that. But at some point, it's just enough. Wow. At some no. point, it's like the same thing with bumping every day. Like I yeah, go to other school. I go. That. I go. I go. You're, 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 you're going to wear out. You need to start working yes. on a character. You've already learned what you can learn. You know, you're going to learn a 1,000 things. You may learn 2,000 things. You may learn 3,000 things, but you're going to use five things. Or you're going to use three things, and you're going to utilize it. So now you have to, at some point, you're going to bump them out, and then yeah. you're going to fall apart. Your body's going, you're going to fall apart. So you got to start working on, you know, the character development. And, you know, start, you like, either bump good or not. You know, it's, you, you've tried, but you can't just, you can't make them take a thousand bumps. No. Right? Right. Because they're, you're going to, if they can't get it, they don't have it. You either bump good or I always, I always said that's what guys do when they don't have anything else to fucking teach you. Right. They have you do that. Yeah, and you guys were talking before about being very old school about training and all of yeah. that, and now there's kind of some news like, oh, at the Performance Center, they're wearing helmets, and when we talked to Sean Devari, they were yeah. talking about mats, and Molly Holly said, why were we not using mats back in the day? So it sounds like you want that. people to pay their dues, but you understand that in the training element, they don't need to be bumped around so much, well, or what uh, What are you saying? Paying dues isn't squatting and stuff no. like that. No, paying dues is getting out there and getting under somebody's wing and, and, That's and right. you know, load, you know, you know being old school, like help load the badge, you give your chair, you go help set a ring up, yep. you make the roads with them, you do this, you do that, you learn under them. You know, they don't do that anymore. Nobody, no, nobody, uh, nobody really mentors people That's in right. that way anymore. But like when I was coming at the tail end, you know, you were lucky if you found somebody. Unfortunately, the guy that helped me out was 
Kirshner. <laughs> wow, what a crazy yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Corporal, Corporal Mike Kirshner. Oh, yes. Oh, you guys all, did you work at the Button South? Yes, he got me a job. I was 17. He said, kid, you're 21. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did MVP work there with you? No, no. He wasn't there when no. I was there. I, oh, I was yeah. there back in 80, 88 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, He got me a job. And, you know, you know he, first first time I met him, it was at Global. He came in. And I was in the beginning class, right? Like So the inter- I was just sitting on the side. It was like the advanced class was in there, like Soul Man and all that. When yeah. Kirshner came in, all of a sudden, they got done training. They was just like hopped out of the rings, right? I was like, oh. And Kershaw gets in there. He goes, anybody want to work out? And I go, he goes, come on, asshole eyes. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. He always called a lot of people that. You got blue eyes, you're asshole eyes to him. I don't know. You know? Yeah. So, so I get in there. And, like, he's just, he's just pounding on me, right? And he puts me in a figure four, and I thought my leg was going to snap, right? And I'm like, yeah. oh. So we get done. He goes, good job, kid. He goes, lesson one. If anybody else does it to you, they're fucking with you. Kill them. <laughs> Okay, thanks. And the next thing you know, he says, All right, you need a job? And then he got me a job at the button. It's a true story. So I get a job at the button. It's before the, the bar. Button open, South is button what? South what is it? In Highlandale Beach. It's a, it's a rock bar, right? It's a Pretty huge famous. Rock bar. Like yeah. Johnny Depp came through there, yep. uh, uh, Marilyn Manson, all the bands. Like, they would all play in that bar, people starting out or whatever. Yeah. They'd come through the button South. It was like infamous, too. It was yes. like, I was there tonight. He shot the guy in the parking lot, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he gets me the job, and I, I'm in there, and it's before the bar opens, I'm, I'm taking a I'm going to the restroom and he just comes in and does a Slater Sting thing. I'm like, what? I'm blasting in the wall, right? And he starts pounding on me and I get I get hot, you know, and I'm pumping and I catch him with a knee coming up and I throw my head and catch him on his Yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, fight back. He got fighting back to the woman like, fuck you, motherfucker. He goes, Lesson two, never let your guard down. What the fuck? <laughs> he walked off. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Look. True story though. Yeah. True story. And he, was, he was Leatherface for, for Wing, right? Yeah, in Japan. For Wing yeah. promotion in Japan. And I'm pretty sure he ended up in jail over Yeah, because Mike Anthony, whatever, uh, was hitting on somebody's woman. And the yeah. dude got upset. Kirshner being Kirshner came in to intervene on it and punched the guy in the face and broke his face. They said he had to hold the guy up, you know, hold his face together, right? So, But that guy turned out to be connected with like Ooh, Yakuza no. or something, right? So yeah. Kirshner went wow. to prison for a year there. Ooh. And, and then that's when uh, Ralphie broke into his locker and stole it, and they put uh, Ricky Patterson, made him Leatherface, Tex, okay. Cowboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he became the other Leatherface, and then Kirshner got out. I actually moved in with Kirshner, he came back from Japan in jail, but he got out. He had to pay the, he had to work to pay the mob back. They got him out, and then he went Fuck. back, they got him back, he worked at the other company, right? Leatherface still paid him back. He had a hard life, that guy, but he, he was crazy, too, you know? <laughs> Lesson three was don't do domestics. I learned the hard way with that one, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. It's just, wow. What's that? Why? Oh, no. We were in the bar one time, and a guy was fighting with his wife, and I went over there and broke it up. The guy didn't like jump out. He oh, domestics. Do domestics, yeah. I thought you don't said, do domestics. I thought yeah. you said don't do gymnastics. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I would never. You don't have to worry about me doing gymnastics. <laughs> Although I do watch them when I'm lonely. Right? <laughs> Ooh, gymnastics and hey, track meets. Yes. <laughs> so we had this. So weird. Yeah. We had this it's match. Okay. When, I was, when, I was, when I was one, two, three kid, we had this match. And you were wearing the mask, right? You were yes. wearing the black mask. And after this match, I was wearing an Asics print on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, that little boy. spin kick in the corner is vicious. <laughs> <laughs> but these are good. I'm just a black phantom. This is when I was trying to kill the black heart gimmick off, but it didn't work. Yeah. I was surprised they let me wear a mask and do jobs. I guess they couldn't get over me having fangs. I was going to say. This is Maybe. Like 1995 Raw. <laughs> we're looking at. Whoa. I enjoyed the matches with you. It was like, oh, yeah, you, know, you do too. them in your sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, all, you automatically know when you lock up with somebody that was trained with the Malenko method. <laughs> you do. I mean, you just fucking do. 
Look at that nice fireman's look at that look fucking carry. Fireman's right carry. Look at fireman's carry. Holy shit. Do you guys remember this specific match? Like, do you uh, remember that day? I, that I remember getting, I think this is one. I don't know. I worked up a few times, so there's a few matches. I don't know if I particularly remember, remember. I, I never, like, if, if I had a guy. Unless this, this is the one when you spin kicked me in the corner, right? Uh, no, now this is later because you were like uh, RDX popped in on us. Phantom worked you a couple times. <laughs> you were, uh, no. Yeah, this is the one where you, yeah. Huh. Oh, oh yeah. it's good. We invite, this is on YouTube. We invite everybody to, <laughs> yeah. to pull it up. Sorry, and watch. it's easy for me to just shut up and start watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bad about it. But what I was going to say is, my matches, when I had an enhancement match, I didn't. I never squash anybody because that's a nice bomb she takes. Right? Look at that. Like, exactly. feel, like easy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you always worked because, you know, who you beat if you just squat. You got to That, and I want, my, I want my fucking match to be entertaining. And there's not, <laughs> there's not a lot of entertaining about a squash match. Wow. No, you were always so easy to work with. I mean, all the way back, we had great matches with nobody seen in the school, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah like some of the best do you matches. Have any of that, do you have any of our, of those, because a lot of that shit was videotaped? Yeah, I have, I have a storage, and I think it might be on some VHS tape somewhere in there, like some of the old yeah. uh, stuff like that, if Ruskins oh. and stuff, places oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I'm on it. I'll see if I can find something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, these these were fun, though. I loved yeah. that. This, this was a fun time, too, you know, going in there. People don't realize it's like, I've worked for like WWF from like 88. Yeah. I was doing jobs. I wouldn't even train three months and Rusty took me up and then I just kept doing jobs sure. and then they caught on to me because I was doing them for Florida Championship, WWF, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling. Then I was going to Japan and it was and working under the mask and then doing it like they, they, the social media. I didn't have social media then, but they finally caught on and said, look, yeah. kid, you can't be working for all these companies. <laughs> uh, I made I made more money back then. Right. I was like money left and right. It was like, well, yeah, no. like, did you guys think you had made it at this point? Like, did you look at each other before this match and go, hey, look at us. We're, we're he, he, he made it. I was oh, just. Uh, <laughs> But look, we never even stopped. This, this match flowed. Oh. It's like, you know, you know, I'd rather get Bob Holly. I've had to work spark plug a few yeah. times. He was an angry spark plug. You know, I, I much, when they said, oh, you got you got kid or Sean, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to have a good match. He's going to make me look good. He's going to give me stuff. And, and I'm People not going to see that you can actually do shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, it was fun. It was a competitive match, even though it was supposedly a job match or a handsman match, whatever you want to call whatever. it. But, but. That was 50 50 to me. Yep. I mean, he always took care of me, looked out for me. I don't know if it was because we're Malenko alumni or he's just that good of a worker. Well, I knew, <laughs> well here's things. the thing, Dave. <laughs> I wanted to do that with everybody I worked with, but mm-hmm. you just you can't take a chance with everybody because not everybody's as good as you. You know who else was good at doing that? Was uh, Bigelow. We yes. always try to give a guy a That's chance right. to work with him. Big for a big guy, too. He and, was like, a great, and, and, I loved working with him. Yeah, you know, he would, uh, yeah. he'd always like, I never seen him just. Eat anybody up. He always gave somebody a yeah. chance to, to try to work, and I respect that, you know. And uh, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I when I got first signed up there and did the whole gang girl thing and stuff, I didn't know how to to, to beat anybody. I, I, I had to tell Vince, man, I've been doing jobs for like, yeah. I don't know how umpteen years here, you know. So, I don't know how to go over. What do you mean? Like, so since you brought up the gang girl, wait, what did he? What did he say? Well, this, uh, this was to stop him from firing me because Brian Christopher, like, I worked Scotty Too Hotty, right? Yeah, yes. in, the, in your debut. Yeah, Scott I, I Taylor. Worked, I worked Scott Taylor, and Scotty took <laughs> care of me. That's Gangrel? Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Now, the, the next taping, they had me work Brian, and Brian got to me like, oh, we could do this and this and this, and made a 50-50, yes. so I did that match. Now, 
Vince Russo, remember he got, was a creative control for that month? Vince McMahon had told me he would never use the vampire character. He told me in my face, get rid of the fangs, grow your hair and lose weight. He goes, I like you, but I'm never going to use the vampire thing. Vince Russo slid that in there. So I had heat right out the gate with that character because McMahon didn't want it, right? So he told me himself, he said, I will never use that character. It's his words. And, mm. and then, uh, so Russo got it in there somehow when he got that little control thing for a little bit. And then, uh, so I worked, uh, uh, Brian Christopher, he talked me into doing this match. And, you know, I was friends with all the pyro guys and, and the backstage guys, right? They said, they came to me and said, Vince was just screaming at Russo when I'm up there in the gorilla. What the fuck are you trying to me to push this kid for? Blah, 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 blah. Why? Because you didn't... Because well, I you went out there and did a match 50-50. I was supposed yeah. to eat Brian up, but I, I, he got in my head and, and it convinced me. And it, like, I Wrong believe. opponent. Yeah. Honestly, wrong opponent. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, so, like... They, they came and smartened me up, you know, yeah. Vince was coming, because he told him I was done, and then Vince was coming with the power walk, you know, yeah. that power walk where he doesn't make eye contact, and he's just <laughs> walking with a purpose. I had to cut him off, he goes, can I help you? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I heard you were upset up there, you understand I fucked up, and, you know, I've been doing jobs for so long, I'm, he goes, well, it's going to happen again? I go, no, sir, he goes, okay, then we don't have a problem, and that was it, yeah. I never had a problem, that was the only time I ever had a problem with Vince, except for when I was going to beat up Mark Merrill. I was going to get to that. <laughs> I was oh, going to get to that because I was there. Let's get to it that. was the same time Let's where the, the poop was was that same day. Okay, yeah. so now all I've heard and, is Mark Merrill and poop. Uh, oh, please, no, it wasn't. Please flesh I was the story a pyramid where Mark Merrill was. No, it wasn't. Was it, was it in Europe that, that that happened? Europe was the other thing. Mine was in Memphis. In That's the, right. In the pyramid or whatever. Uh, That's there, right, yeah. at, in the cafeteria. So I flipped that table up. It was in the yeah. catering, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was him. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that was no. It was day. Bradshaw that almost got into it with 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 Mark and uh, yeah. that night in in Europe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. I was hot. I was hot. Yeah, yeah man, but, you um, were ready to fight, <laughs> and they didn't want no well, party. You know, I was sitting in catering, minding my own business. I was sitting with Stephanie because I always hung yes. out with Stephanie, chilling with Stephanie. She's great. And uh, Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, and then uh, so Mark and Sable came in and sat right next to us. And I'm like, well, that's weird because I always got to hear Luna complain about them. You know, this yes. and that. then the catering door flew open. Here came Luna with her walk. Ah, Mark Merrill, I'll kick your fucking ass. You may knock me out, but I'll rip your eyeball, bite you. I'll say, well, I would never hurt you. I have too much respect, and I wouldn't hurt you in the ring. Mark, you stay the hell out of my... And Luna went to go after... And they, uh, Shane, I think, drug Luna out. And I was like... I was sitting there with Stephanie. I literally had my... I was like, what, what, what do I do? I like, just started to continue eating, right? Yeah. And then Mark goes, you see that fucking cunt? What I got? I said, all right. Wow. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I said. I put my stuff down, and I said, look, you guys got your problem. You got your beef, whatever it is. You know, I don't get into your stuff. I don't care what you do. I, I just, just don't disrespect my wife. Well, I'm sitting here eating. You came in here and sat down next to me because you knew it was going to be a problem. Then he goes, no, we were trained by the same school. You have no respect for me. You know, he said he was trained by Boris, right. which I, I didn't even realize. He, well, he, yeah. he started, uh, but he, he, quit coming uh, to, he quit coming to camp. That's uh, the fucking truth of it. Uh, so, But he said, you don't have no respect for me. So I, and, yeah. then, I, and I said, listen. I said, fuck you, man. I don't care if you put a dress on, put your wife over every day of the week. Leave me out of your shit. And he said something else. And then I got hot. I said, oh, I just got hot. I finally had it. Because I had to listen to Luna all the time about it. I was like... Fuck you! I'll kick your ass now. He goes, no, you won't. And I flipped the table. I said, get up. He wouldn't get up, you know. Yeah. And I was getting ready to just. I was just like, yeah, hell with it. I was going to hit him and draws. Uh, Darren hooked me. <laughs> he drugged me out. I'm like, Fuck. so. So they uh like Vince was right there. He's sitting with uh, Papa uh, uh, um, Charles. Yeah, Charles. Yeah. yeah, he was sitting there and uh, they watched the whole thing. They were sitting there. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm fired. Whatever. I didn't even care. I, I didn't. I was surprised I lasted that long. Yeah. What shit, I pulled. You know, I was always under the radar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they said Vince wants to see you in the office, and, and I, Luna's already been in there. Sable, and Mark have been sitting in there, and the only spot left is where Vince would sit. And I yeah. walked in and put my feet up on the desk. I was ready to go. I didn't care. Vince walked in, and I started laughing, and he, and he just gave me that look. 
what do you find so funny, Dave? I said, oh, they got me. He goes, what do you mean they got you? I go, they pulled me into their bullshit. I fought it for so long, and I bit. Wow. They fucking got me. And he goes, yeah, they did. And if you hit them, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> and he kept them in there, fine yeah. damn all. And little like, like she got like a five grand fine, and she yeah. was in there forever. But he just sent me out of there. He said, "Yeah, they, you hit him, you fired. You know, you get out of it." That was it. I don't really, you know, I never have anything bad to say about Vince. Never really, you know. Some people do, man. Yeah, I, a lot of it is fucking sour grapes. Yeah, I mean, I can't say all of it because you know. We're all human, and, and yeah. we all do fucked up shit sometimes, uh, you know? I, I was so guilty of stuff I never got caught for. Right. Like, I caught and I'm like, oh, you got me. I'm <laughs> 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 just glad you didn't give me for all the other shit. Right. You got me on this one, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, but I, I don't have, I, I'm not, I don't understand why people are upset, you know, really. Because I didn't expect anything from wrestling. I just, you, you, they say you don't get into it for the money or this and that. I did start. I went down and thought it was real. I wanted to fight. But then. I, I fell in love with it. It was my That's mistress. Right. It was it was my nothing else compared to it. That's that was my highs, my lows. That was my drug of choice. You know, uh, the, the wrestling, pro wrestling. I love it's your it. significant I, other. I, I still love it today, and, and I'll do terrible things to keep it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like to myself and other people. I mean, yeah, I don't get in my way. You know, you got your goals. You know, but I love wrestling. I, I do, and I still love it. And um, so I never expected anything from it. Everything was a bonus. Yes. Like 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 I just wanted to go back to Japan and redeem myself. Uh, for the black heart thing, you know, like I was going for like uh, wings and IWA and all that yes. stuff. And, uh, but I wanted to go back to all Japan and then I got booked back in all Japan in 98. I went, I leaned down when I got all in shape there for a brief year or yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I went back there and they offered me a full-time job in Japan. Uh, tagging with Bobby Duncan, you know, for Bobby. Bobby Duncan Jr. Junior, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. in peace there. Uh, WWE hired me while I was on that trip or supposedly they hired me on that trip. That's the same trip. Steve Williams' last trip there too. So, yes. Like, I never even wanted to go there. All I wanted to do was save face in Japan. I love Japan. I love that. You know, I like Stampede. I was just yes. drawn to that style. That Like, our match is there. You know, they don't sure. do that. And that match, you just, it was a job match, but it's better than most matches I see on TV. I'm not putting myself over. I'm putting you over, yes. Like, I think you're <laughs> awesome. But, uh, but it flowed. That was entertaining. That wasn't yeah. a boring match. It made sense to me. I try to watch stuff now, and I could tell almost what agent put that match together. It's, me it's too. like there's no personality in the matches anymore. Nobody, like, they give us a finish, and we get to the finish however we wanted to get to it you know how to do your job now it's just like man it's like an erector so you didn't do this and you could tell the agent or whoever when Finley loved Finley but when you had the girls you could tell it when he had the girls and yes. it's just you know and I mean it's not their fault that's the, the way it is now <laughs> and you know it doesn't look like they're I think it'll it's, they'll back off it's entertainment a now I, I guess, think they you know, understand yeah. that the, the guys need to have a little bit more artistic license yeah. I, I, I really think that um the, the NXT guys are, are, I think, starting to get a little bit more like leeway in what they can do. I find do that more entertaining sometimes than I do oh, the actual Raw or SmackDown, sure. you know. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier to make an entertaining show when you only have to uh, put you know, an, an hour. hour. I, and those guys are still hungry, trying yeah. to prove something. They're still chasing that, you know. They, yeah. They're not contaminated yet with an opinion, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Once you get there and you start drawing opinions, that's when you're fucked, you know. <laughs> something I wanted to... Okay. Whose idea was the blood? Was that all a Vince Russo thing? Or Vince Russo was the, uh, the the lift and yeah. the fire because he was a Kiss fan. 
And I like Kiss, so the blood thing was my like tribute to Gene Simmons solo when he gets raised up and the blood comes out. So the blood was me. Corn syrup and yeah, red stage blue blood. Color. So, yeah, basically yes. stage blood. Uh, zesty mint, binet, the best stuff you can buy. And yeah. don't don't go get cheap on blood. You wanna you yes. spin it every night, you want the good stuff, you know. <laughs> so yeah, and uh yeah, no, so the spraying of the blood and all that was me. They wanted me to cut my hair and I, it was like a total rip. They told me to lose weight, right, and get all in shape, and then they put a shirt on me. We only want you to wear a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> they said grow your hair out, and then they asked me to cut my hair, but I didn't cut the hair I, that's the only thing i said no i'm not cutting my hair i'm too fat my face is too fat to cut the hair you know look how it's pinned up when it's pinned back he's like a big pumpkin head right now you know? so, so <laughs> that leads me to so this. i don't think knobs when i had my hair short oh, like, geez i look like brian uh, you know, <laughs> no one wants that <laughs> well <laughs> i his, love brian but he's paying me out. me too bless his heart bless his heart <laughs> so that that brings me to this Uh-oh. um please explain to me because I, I brought this up to you on Twitter at one point, but how the fuck you can really explain things on Twitter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how did it come about? I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't it the the um, soon-to-be first lady that you dumped the blood on? Oh, yeah. The, the, the Trump yes, lady. in Madison yeah. Square Garden. <laughs> and, and, and Donald Trump, Trump and president-elect yeah. Donald Trump is okay. in the front row. I think his wife, Melania, either that or, or Ivanka or somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this was wives ago. Was, uh, for wives ago? Yeah. Yeah. It was Melania, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't, was it was in Madison Square Garden. Yes. It was a house show. I wasn't on that loop, nor was Kane. And uh, the office called and said, Vince wants to add you on. And I thought, well, the garden's a great payday. So, like, you know, I'm not knocking the garden. So, you know, you jump on the flight. So, you know, it's an extra shot before TV, right? So you get the garden. You always want the garden, you know. It's the atmosphere and everything. So uh, I get on the show and I go, who am I working? And they go, okay, and it's a special attraction. I go, ah, two minutes. But it's a great payday. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go out and get choke slams. I was like, whatever, bro. I, I couldn't figure out why I was added on there, but I wasn't questioning nothing. And so I come out in the garden, and, and, and then I hear the people, like, the crowd is like, oh, the energy, you know, was really good, you know. And I seen Trump, but I didn't spot Trump from, he could have been Adam Sandler or, yes. or fellow there. <laughs> I forgot, what was your name? Jimbo. 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 Could be Mr. Jimbo right there. You know, I don't know. I just thought, well, this guy's got money because he looked out of place. He was, yeah, yeah. You could spot money. You didn't you know, know Donald Trump was. Uh, as bad as you a stripper. My stripper tendencies. Oh, nice watch, nice shoes. Yeah. Well, I had the sunglasses on and red lights were going. Gotcha. So, like, it was just, like, vague, you know, and I'm yeah. walking and I could hear the crowd, like, really getting into it. I was like, wow, the garden. I was all pumped myself. So, when I'm climbing up on the steps, I could hear, the, like, more than usual and I was like, whoa, wow. So, like, I, I chugged, chugged, chugged it, but I take every drop into that cup, that chalice. And I could hear the crowd popping because I guess Trump was there, but the people were touching him. He didn't like to be touched, so he pushed up closer to the guardrail. Yes. And they were trying to smarten him up, right? So so he, uh, I go out there, and I hear the people go, whoa. So I spray that blood. I'm like, fuck, I'm over in the garden, man. Oh, <laughs> but it was because Trump was there, right? So I go in, and... I get killed by Kane. I mean, literally, like a minute match, whatever, choke slam, easy money, in and out. You know, he's so safe to be with. You know, it's yeah. an easy night with him. I'd work him every day of the week if I could. And um, you get out, and everybody's high fiving me. Ah, oh, you spit on Trump. I go, who? Donald Trump. I was trying. Yeah. I was like, oh, and they were like, oh, man. And then Stephanie goes, my dad's upset with you. i like, what? She goes, yeah, he wants to meet with you at TV tomorrow. I, oh, shit. So I like, I, I, whatever, because I, I could talk to her. She was cool. Like, yeah. like so Monday comes around and I'm I'm like nervous all day. You know, hey, you there, I got to deal with Vance. I'm in trouble. You know, fuck it. I didn't know it was Trump. What the fuck, man? Like, right. put me out there anyways. You know, I'm just a machine. I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, so all day goes by. She goes, he can't meet with you. He's got to do it tomorrow. So 
Well, uh, tomorrow comes. Finally, she goes. Oh, he's waiting on it. And they go in there, and he goes, "That was great, wasn't it?" <laughs> he set it up. He put him in those seats and added us to the show. No one was gonna spring on him. He devil ribbed us. He ribbed him and he ribbed me. Like, no okay, shit. Like, yeah. I thought you were in on it. No. Oh, wow. I was ribbed wow. too. <laughs> Get the fuck out. It was a double rib. But uh, wow. Vince was cool, man. He always did stuff like that. I was sitting in a toll booth in Florida. You know how you're waiting to go on the turnpike? And, you know, somebody hit the rear of my car one time. I looked up in the mirror and it was Vince. He's doing me the old stroker A shit. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? All these bad things about him. I thought he was a great guy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He had a sense of humor. He just, he, anytime I got in trouble, he says, hey, I don't throw stones in glass houses. He never said, hey, you're a bad, bad man. He said, you got caught. <laughs> That's right. You got caught. He knew. <laughs> it's only cheating if you get caught. <laughs> well... That's the Patriots. That's right. <laughs> I had to slam on them. Oh, yeah, whatever. Bucks fan. <laughs> All Florida teams. But yeah, no, that was a double rib. That, yeah, that, like I got ribbed like thinking I was going to get fired. And then, and for, I mean, for, for weeks, I was always, whenever we were in New Jersey, I was looking in my mirror thinking Trump's going to send his goons out. Like, yeah. Just dispersed me in pieces all over the marshes out there, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, outside you ever, Newark Airport. <laughs> did you think about that incident at all when all this election Yeah, I reposted the picture not too yeah. long ago. I said, oh, well, it's official now. You have the I, picture? Yeah, it's on Twitter or something. I, I put oh, it, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn it! We'll find it. We'll put it on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah. At Xbox One Two Three Sixty. It's so, on. Yeah, it's on. It's on my yeah the the whatever gang girl on Facebook gang girl David. It's on there. I posted because people liked it. They were laughing because I said it's official now. I officially spit on President Obama. Yeah. <laughs> got away with it. Hey, um, Jimbo and Christy, you guys want to take the wheel for a I little bit? I got a ton of questions. Oh, <laughs> um, is it gonna make me sweat? Well, I don't before know. Before you, before you start, since you, you we're kind of it. since we're kind of on this anyway, we do have a Facebook question from one okay. of our fans, Peter oh, Leva, really and so um, he wanted to talk a little bit about your time in the Brood, and he said he was always wondering, um, were you envious of the fame that Christian and Edge? kind of garnered after that or were you there specifically to help them and to facilitate that happening not at all my role was clear to me was they didn't give a shit about Christian it was Edge yes they mm-hmm. told me they were strapping a rocket to his ass my job was to blend him in they didn't know what to do with him basically I was there because I knew everybody from wrestling you know broke in like 88 yes. or whatever it was 87 or whatever heck yeah. yeah so they I knew all the older guys I got along with them so my they clearly was just to, to blend him in and help him to get along, and it, it was clear to me that was it. That 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 was the whole thing. So no, I was never envious of anything. I think Christian could put a great match together better than any, like he can. He'll look after himself. Though, yeah. Squeaky. Oh, I remember you. Did, <laughs> I remember you bite almost biting his fucking head off one time. Uh, yeah, was that Providence when yes. I had him up on the wall? Yes. <laughs> oh, Do you remember that what that story. was about? Well, I was well. Bradshaw like leveled him with a clothesline, uh-huh. you know. In in uh, Providence, right? They have the ice, right? So yes. it's a little shifty on the outside. So yeah. he comes in, and, and I go to help him. Like, hey, dude, you know, like help him back, you know. I, and he, Christian, you know, he always had he always get mad about everything. Yeah. And I, he shoved me, and I almost bumped because I shifted on him, and I was like, oh. So I walked past the grill, and I go, everything okay? I go, yes, sir. And I just walked to the wow. back, and when he came around, he winged around. I was just like, ah, yeah. you motherfucker ever do that yeah. to me again. And Edge was like, no, don't do it, don't do it. No. I was there for that, too. I saw that, too. <laughs> it was just emotions, you know. Yeah. He was upset, but I was like, damn, dude, I was just trying to help sure. you. I don't care about anything. But no, never envious. Actually proud, proud, you know. Uh, you know, Sorry to see Edge cut short. I liked Edge, and Christian, I don't know what happened. He's done too, right? I think. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, both uh, of those I like Christian once he started drinking and smoking a lot better. Yeah. 
<laughs> Once they were not so straight laced anymore. Yeah. I travel with them and I go, man, this is a boring car. Outback Steakhouse again. All right. Boy, but he would, he would he would he uh, would go out, he would fucking let loose and smoke a cigar once in a while. Uh-oh. Yeah, because I would go. There was that like that one time like they replayed it on the Christian and Ed show. Where we went. Uh, we were sitting in Outback and I was like, it was Michael Hayes. I go sit with these guys. Be bored. Just sit with Michael Hayes. Beer Wolf. These guys. Beer Wolf. Fuck it. I'm going to Beer Wolf. So I get up there, you know, drinking shots with Michael. You know, Michael's like, uh, yeah. he's telling me the story. I've heard it a hundred times. And, and I, I guess I sighed or I did something and defended him. He goes, this is my dime, kid. You know what that means? It means it's my time. I go, oh, yeah? <laughs> he goes, yeah. I go, well, I've heard the story. I was getting, he goes, oh, you want a headbutt? I go, yeah. I want a headbutt. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we let a headbutt inside the place, right? So we'll take this outside. But we go outside. And uh, they reacted it on the Edge of Christian show, but they turned the story around the wrong way because Adam kept saying, oh, you're hot because we changed it. And I go, yeah, well, it didn't happen like that. So he goes, well, if you had read my book, you would see I told the story the right way. I was like, I didn't read your book. I can't read. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, so, uh, so, but we go outside, and he's like, come on, you know. And I headbutt him. He caught me a little bit. And I was like, oh, I let him into one. And then I seen him rock, like, Caught him on another one. He started bleeding. Oh, wow. And he went down on one knee. And he's like, Nave, Nave, Nave. Nave is, for people, Nave is this thing right here with your hand. It's like, it's kind of like we do the wolf. Oh, it's the yeah. three birds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so you can, and so you can shake hands with somebody from across the room. That's, you know. Right. I, I, <laughs> yeah, so he was just like naving out. And like, yeah. you know, like uh, edging him. We're like, come on, come on. And I was like, you know, I get in a kill mode sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just like, I don't know what it is. But yeah. But I, I, that's the kind of fun I like to have. I don't want to sit there and just eat my salad and. <laughs> Freaking steak. They were such goody two shoes, but once they, they loosened up a little bit, they were awesome to be around. So, <laughs> so how did how was so how, what did they change up about the story? Oh, well, they when they did the reenactment, they had me do the job for Michael. because oh, he was going to the of Hall of Fame right, right before uh, the Hall of Fame yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, but he said in his book, he put it right away. He goes, "You're mad, aren't you?" I go. Well, I'm not mad, but it ain't how it happened. But I'll do whatever because I'm a whore for a payday right now. Just give it to me. Let me get out of here. <laughs> it was 10 minutes out of my life. Whatever, man. I don't care. Well, you talked but about- I'm still hot or I wouldn't have went out of my way to tell the story. Right. So, <laughs> I'm glad you did. Well, speaking of what kind of fun you like to have, and before I let Jimbo come at you with the actual hardcore pro wrestling He's questions. He's hot over there. Yeah, yeah, I know. You've He's ready. Like 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 so so I got to get this He's in breathing and you just cut in on you. He's breathing and he's like I'm doing you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little blurb on your Wikipedia page, and then it is Whoa. all over the internet if you look up like wrestlers who got into porn. Something about huh. you signed a deal to direct 12 porn movies like a million years ago. It's all over the internet. Did that ever happen? No. Was that a real thing? It's all over the place. It's like if you look you up, that's the thing that comes up. But that never happened, did it? Did you do that? Did you direct 12 porn movies? No, I did not. I didn't think so. <laughs> I remember there talking about There you go, about, internet. Yeah. Wasn't that back like around the time of my 40th birthday party? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Before that, yeah. Was right this the that, R- right, yeah. NRPW Yeah, time? yeah. Okay. No, I was just talking to another Easy Payday, right? And, and I did agree to do 12, but I didn't I didn't wasn't even really on the set for the one. I didn't really have anything to really do with it. Yeah. It was just, this guy's a hustler. Like, he's actually, he's, he's, he's Craig. We call him Creepy Craig. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's talked me into something I didn't really want to do and, and I regret it because it didn't I had nothing but backlash from it. Like like I lost a lot of shows for like a year. Like people said when they Googled my name the porn came out and they were like, mm. We can't have you on a family show or something. I don't know if they were just reading I can't for... relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> Why the fuck do we have... you're looking at me asking me about porn and you're saying Do we know? really have to go down this fucking road? Yes, Christy we did Benchelot. because I wanted well, him to address that. It is all over the uh, internet yeah. and it didn't happen. No. But yeah, no. well, I was in it. My yeah, no, I didn't, I, wait, 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 you were in it? No, well, no, I was just a clip, but not sex or anything. But you made an appearance. I made an appearance, yeah. 
Got but you. Okay. Were you involved with NRPW? Sorta, kinda, okay. sorta, a little. Which was not rated pro <laughs> was wrestling. Like sort of it was like a mix yeah, 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 yeah. of like adult entertainment with. I dipped my foot in it. The water, I didn't feel right, and I got out. Right? What do you so mean? I did. I didn't commit to it. I did a little bit of stuff, but it was just wrestling shows. They were taking wrestling What's it? and then mixing it in a porn yeah. scene, right? So the wrestlers wrestling, and then there then there were sex scenes with the porn yeah. stars. right? Was it like XPW? No, like Evan Stone was the champion. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh man, I'm so stressed about my match. Oh here, let me relieve there, your yeah, stress. Blah, blah, cut blah, to the porn blah, blah, scene. Blah, yeah. Cut okay. out. Cut back to the wrestling right. kind of thing. Right. So. I mean, that's definitely niche. That's for sure. <laughs> it, it, it does relax you. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, always found out sex before my match, though. I was too. I always had a bad match because I don't know. I, I like to go out there with, like the boxers and the uh, major bull theory. Like I can go out there all pent up. You know? I never had sex. My best matches when Luna screamed at me. We're in a, we're in a heated battle. Right up the elevator. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> there would be seen me under the stage like you motherfucker I know <laughs> but I had the best matches that come out there when I walk motherfucking mm, whoever's in there gonna get it now <laughs> like, yeah so oh, I, I like to work with a little bit of edge on the angry <laughs> so when they brought back ECW mm-hmm. you were supposed to get Brock back and a team with Kevin Thorne is that right? right yeah what happened with that? I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> they came. They said. They called me up and said. Uh, actually, Polly said, uh, "This is gonna be. You're gonna be like number two heel. He, uh, it's gonna be the uh, baby face. You're gonna have the biggest push. You know, make the best of this, this and that." And they signed me. And that was the last I heard of them. They, they told me they were gonna start me, bring Thorn in and somebody, and then make a stable. Like I was sitting home watching TV, and Kevin came out and went, "Oh, well, there you go." <laughs> like, uh, but I, I didn't. Uh, even, the, the only other call I got from him was when they said, "Well, Dave, it didn't really ever take off." I said, "Okay, thanks. Can I go back to work now?" <laughs> I think I was back in England. Like a week later, I got the quick yeah. release and gone. You know, I like I said, I never expected anything out of them. That it was a little bit of a letdown because I did actually get my hopes up because I thought, "Oh, sci-fi, the vampire thing, maybe they'll do it cool." Yeah. So, you know, but but when Kevin came in and, and I love Kevin, but it just didn't seem the same and it, it, it should have went the other way around i'm not putting myself over but maybe i established it could have worked and come in but it is what it is I, I don't know what happened you know maybe i was who knows i don't know <laughs> i really don't know the i wish i could answer if you ever find out let me know i don't know um we jumped around a lot and we talked about training kurt hawkins has this story about when he was in developmental and training under bill demott that you were brought in one day and everyone mm-hmm. thought you were going to be the guest trainer of like the seminar and they were all excited and then Bill DeMott proceeded to just put you in class like a student. Yeah, I chose to put myself in class oh, like a student. Okay. Bill DeMott chose not to smarten me up that I didn't have to do that. Wow. <laughs> okay. But I, uh, I went back, you know, and it, it was a humbling because I wasn't in the greatest of shapes. And, and they were running, like, serious drills, you know, three-minute rope drills, this and this and that. And, you know, and, and I was struggling, but I didn't quit. I went out there and just I plowed on through it. I didn't realize that I could just sat back there, you know, like. I've never been just sit back kind of guy, you know. If I'm there, I'm there, yeah. right? So I, he didn't put me in there, but he didn't tell me that I didn't have to. You know, he didn't stop it. And said, hey, he wasn't right next to you doing it with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Get the fuck out. But I was gassed out. I had been sitting home for, what, like uh, what, like eight months or something. I could have been home a while, like under contract, just sitting there. And so, But, yeah, no, no, no. He didn't put me in there. I chose to go in there, but he didn't stop me and say, hey, you didn't have to do that or anything like that. So I, it was on my own will, and I looked like an idiot, but but I, I didn't quit. I did it with the guys. That's like I said, when I'm training, now now I'm in better shape. I could pass do those drills like nothing. You know That was a, a humbling experience for me. And that's why that I will, if I ask guys to squat or do rope drills, I do it with them. I won't ask somebody to take a bump that I can't take or I won't do You know, I, I, anything. I, just, I try to just live by that and work by that, and that's just how I do it. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. I'm not going to do it with you. Yeah. Good. 
Well, I definitely wanted to ask you about training Rusev, the Bulgarian brute. You were one of his uh, main teachers right, in right. the day, right? So talk to us a little bit about that. Did you anticipate his success that he's had? I had no idea. The guy, the guy was the easiest student I ever had. <laughs> he was like, well, he loved wrestling. Like, you know, back then when the school opened here, it, there was classes like five days a week, and there was a morning class and a night class. And he, he would make both classes. So he delivered food. He drove a taxi, delivered food, and uh, worked in a strip club. And he never missed class. He was sleep in the parking lot of the school, you know. He was just like the ultimate student. He moved from Bulgaria to become a wrestler, right? He came here to obtain the American dream, and he did, and he has. And I'm, and I'm very proud of him. Like, I, he was easy. He was like a sponge. He just was good at it. And he listened, and, and he had his opinions, but he knew how to approach you. He knew how to talk to you, he, the politics and everything. Like, I did a lot of his training, but, like, Kishi gave him that, that, that locker room wisdom that yes. I don't have because I don't have that, uh, like I said, I just take whatever. I don't have that. You were, he never were really world. like a, he never like maneuvered politically no, or fucking no, played any no. of those games. Man, I just showed up and was no. happy to be a wrestler. I <laughs> just like, just like loved wrestling and I was just there to wrestle. I never could get into it. I didn't understand it. I, I, I still made a decision by not making a decision to, yeah. to get into the games, but I don't have that kill instinct that that's a that's a whole other side that i don't have to me you know i ended up getting a little bit of that yeah, i had to though you yeah know? well you, you were in those different slots yeah. yeah that was just that was your life that's what you had to do like i wasn't in that i sat back yeah. i could have probably tried there was things there but i just was like man i was kind of pulled the jeff hardy i just like to watch grass grow <laughs> like hey, <laughs> watch this grass grow over here dude i'm like <laughs> you guys go beat each other to death with verbal shit over there back speaking and forth of, i want to look in the mirror in the morning and brush my teeth and be all right with myself <laughs> speaking of the hardys what do you think of broken matt hardy and everything they're doing out in tna uh well i haven't seen a lot of it i've seen him on uh I, I, i'm gonna be honest i don't watch a lot of wrestling I'm, I'm guilty of that and i should watch the product especially if i'm gonna be an influence on younger people coming into wrestling i should know what they're watching and stuff like that so i'm very guilty of not doing that but uh uh, I think anything new is cool. I mean, if you got the balls to stick to it and ride it out and be different, then, then bless you, man. Like, uh, I mean, you got to be different out there now. I've already seen the same thing over and over and over again. You got to recreate, revamp yourself sometimes, you know. Revamp so, uh, yourself? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a Legends contract? No, I do not. Oh, man, because they could, they should market oh, your figures. It's and they the legal do... stuff with the name. It's the legal the problem, stuff. Like, right? when I did the oh. Edge and Christian show, uh, it took two weeks in legal just to, to clear me to get on that show, and uh, they couldn't use the name Gangrel and stuff. Because uh, I went back and did a Raw reunion, the 15th or whatever anniversary of Raw it was, yes. yeah. and uh, White Wolf sold to another company. And now that company came after Vince and tried to get $5 million for for me being on, on that White show. White Wolf, the role-playing game. Well, White Wolf, yeah, the company that they sold to. And when Vince said, no way, I'm not paying it. When it went to court, when it was all said and done, and when the gavel hit, the judge said, the guy that's been wrestling is Gangrel, is Gangrel. Case dismissed. <laughs> so I'm Gangrel. I can use Gangrel wherever. It, just, it gets a little slippery with uh, marketing things, like, like, but I can go around and I'm Gangrel. So they steer way away from me. If you notice, right after that happened, too, they put David Heath in, in, in the books instead of Gangrel, right? They put my real name, formerly, in it, David Heath. Right? So okay. it changed it up. So it's all legal stuff. So I don't think you'll ever see a Legends thing unless they do it under the brood or... Or anything like that. I I, I don't think that would be a factor. Yeah, I don't think that would be because I know RVD has a contract, but it's solely for merchandise, like a legend contract yeah. only to make action figures and merchandise. Yeah. Like, why aren't they make? Because I know Edge and Christian just got a two pack that's coming out. Wow. Maybe if I could totally maybe if I pick the phone up and call somebody once in a while. Do you and know say, something? I don't, yeah. I don't do any of that. You know? You'd be surprised at how effective that is. <laughs> well, I called one time uh, when when um, 
I called when they hired me back before the, uh, the they hired me back twice since my original deal. And uh, the one time I just called and said, "Hey man, this is my uh, new number. I moved. I'm not with Luna anymore. And I got hired." And then then I got let go when I got back with Luna. <laughs> like, they had that hard, bunch of a hard on for us. I think they they let me go once I got back. I was with her back two months and I got let go again. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> "Why do you think that was?" She's the predictably unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I should say. She says she has papers to prove it, and she does. Hey, um, how do you like wrestling those white shirts, man? Nah, yeah. Puffy shirt, Seinfeld Still style. does it. <laughs> yeah, the puffy pirate shirt, yeah. <laughs> um, no, they... Well, I, I worked so hard to get in shape when they put a shirt on me. That yeah. was like, I was like, well, what a rip. But then you had the TVs, you had to have new ones all the time. And the office didn't pay for that. I had to pay for that, you know. So oh, yeah. that's $38 a shirt. That's why I got away from wearing them now. Because like, you wear them on a couple of these indie shows or whatever. The rings are dirty. The ropes are straight paint black. The shirts are just destroyed. So. You sell them afterwards. Well, I, I tell people now, if they want me to wear them, they can... I'll, I'll, they buy it, I'll yeah. wear it and sign it, and you can do whatever you want and with still it. But I'm not it. buying them, yeah. No, I'm keep not. that shit. <laughs> they buy it, and you still keep it. <laughs> you sell it. Hustle's real, man. Grind it. Dude, Grind I'm it. trying to get this guy to work on his pro wrestling tea store. I know, like, she's that's always, she's always coming up. She goes, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta start keep motivated here. You're, you're just like slacking. You're leaving money on the table. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, you know. Well, I said, Miss Olsen, you handle it for me then. I'll just give you a cut of it. I'm on it. Don't worry. I'm on it. See, now it's official. You see, that's a verbal contract right now. So you just you did a binding counter, right? Oh, so. <laughs> oh man. So what else so, there? I mean, yeah, like, come on, yeah. are, is the territory I'm sweating league? here. You got me under the spotlight. <laughs> you still, are you still involved with the territory league? Is that still going? Uh, I don't think it's still going. I think it's quiet for now. I think they're mostly, uh, I'm going to go by the, the school today, Knox Pro, but I think they, they put that on the side show and they're concentrating more on the Knox Pro and the school itself now. I don't know what happened there because I moved back to Florida, so I've been gone for a year. Because I thought that was such a cool concept. Yeah. yeah for I, those who don't know, it's like a team where it's like a tag team, a heavyweight, a cruiserweight, and a woman, right? Yeah. And yeah. then there's like each, like there was like the Reno team, yeah, yeah. the SoCal team, uh, and then they all battle against each other. It was right. like, oh, this is So you could get rivals different. and that, like in different rings, That part right? reminded me uh, kind yeah. of roller derby it, it, uh, it is kind of it, but in your locker room was in cages. Yeah. So so you, you had a bench in the cage, right? So the people actually seen you, so the matches came from there, you know, and you went out and then, you know, you, you would, if you had a tie, you, they would do a, uh, like a like a Royal Rumble type of thing where every two minutes somebody comes in with the last team standing. I wrote uh -huh. like most of all the rules. It was really fun, yeah. but... Uh, I think they, they, like, matter of fact, he, he sent a text to me and told me uh, last week that he was putting it back and they're mostly going to concentrate on the school. So I'll see them tonight when I go by there. So I'll probably get filled in on everything. So. Speaking oh, nice. of but I've been in MIA for a year. I just took off the floor and doing my thing in the beach and just getting my head right, you know. Knox Pro does a lot of charity shows to help raise money for schools. I filmed two of them. I don't know if we could queue up the clip right here. This is one I did when you guys were at Valencia High School. Was I there? Yeah. Well, oh, shit. I must have been drinking that day. <laughs> so this was to raise money for sports med. They're like sports Oh, this is when they built that ramp all the way out to the ring, all right? I think I remember that. So is that something you guys like to do, like a way to like give back and as – as well as like raise awareness and get kids involved of like, hey, I can go to school to train to be a pro wrestler, and this is really cool. That's, that's I like that yeah. shirt. <laughs> well, what am I doing taking bumps? I don't even understand these. <laughs> and you always take a clothesline on the floor. Like every time I've been in a show with you, you guys, always take yeah, a well, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'll take because it straightens my back out. That's like my chiropractor <laughs> right there. No, people yeah. think I'm funny. For for one, it's, it's it's two things. It straightens my back out, and it also gives me that that break in the ring. Like people think, oh, he took a big bump, but well, that gives me. 
uh, a minute or two down floor. there and rest yeah. And then I roll in and I'm on the cell anyway. Yeah. So when I blow a comeback, they're in trouble. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go. My, my, my gas is loaded up. I'm good. <laughs> you know, They don't get that. They're like beating on you. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. Right. try to run me around. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well, as, a ba- <laughs> as a baby base, when I worked singles matches, I always got stopped on the floor so I could sell outside uh-huh. and fuck, get a breather. Man, I learned from like Dusty yeah. working Dusty a long time ago. He, he get he just goes right down and gets bam. Damn right. Like, he got beat on. I'm like, geez, you know, those King Dude guys just laying there. <laughs> like, so I, you know, you pick some things up from those guys, you know, and you and you work them in. Like, so I'll take that big bump and then that 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 gets it. The big thing it, it stops you, it slows it down, and you get all you wind up and you just ready. You're ready to go when you go. You know, and people get behind you. It's, it's, it sounds good too when you're sweaty and you hit that that floor. Bam. It looks vicious too. Oh, like, thank it's you. always like, oh, <laughs> no, it's, I'm just adjusting my. Back. Back, really and, and taking a break <laughs> and i think you should work like uh i i really believe this like um if you if you start cheesing on your bumps and you, you start cheating this and this way this way it's going to catch up to you you know you should just work full out as long as you can work full out because i see guys you that say, hurt. right right yeah when you start doing half yeah. stuff you start you know you, you know you've done something for years one way don't change it you know if it ain't broke don't fix it you know <laughs> like just keep working hard because i see guys that go oh, i'm gonna retire and They'll look fine, and I'll see him two months later. I, I don't even recognize him. I can't even walk. Your body starts trying to put itself back where it's supposed to be, you know, because you, your mind and everything's wired to, to fix you. But if you've been doing this all these years, just just ride it out, man. Rolling Stone gathers no moss. Rust don't sleep. Keep getting it. Did you hear that? <laughs> Rolling right. Stone gathers no moss, and rust never sleeps. <laughs> I, like I believe it. Raven has that tattoo. He does. <laughs> Raven does have that tattoo on Rust never sleeps. I just told him that today. I said, Raven has that tattoo. Oh man, I could go on and on, but oh, I think what? we've been talking for like hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we have, we have, but we kind of got there too. I mean, I have to do a Jeff Manning right now and just ask you what, what. So, what are you up to now? Why don't you promote the current promotions that you work for right now and tell us what you're doing there? Like well, your blood feud you're part of those promotions. Promotions. I know. <laughs> no, uh, so no, I, I float all over the place, but some of the main companies that I work for is Paragon and Vegas, which they're, they're quiet now till 2017. I don't know what happened there, but hopefully they get run again. But uh, I'll fly out this weekend to WCWC Yay. up there in Oregon, Salem. So they still do a TV there. It's a regional. Do they TV. have to deal with commission? No, no. In Oregon, that was what kept wrestling out of Oregon. Uh, Washington, Washington still has a commission. Okay. No, Washington, but Oregon's no. There's no commission in Oregon. Anyways, uh, yeah, a lot of you have to be like so licensed the... to be a wrestler and all that. stuff. Oh, you yeah. couldn't even run there forever. Like yeah. I mean, well, promoters okay. have to have a license. The wrestlers have to have a license. Yeah. And, you know, all the blood tests and everything. It just. Gets out, it gets out of hand. You know, Louisiana still has a commission. Maryland and Virginia. Uh, there's a few, a few places. So uh, Carolina, these, South Carolina you, still has a commission. And you know, we, <laughs> we actually avoided going there because they were going to try to drug test the wrestlers independently, you know, just the commission. <laughs> I mean, they, I, you Fuck, they, I went to, When I went to Mexico, they drug tested. They had a commission or something. And yeah. I was like, what is... We're in Mexico. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, That's, who drug tests you in Tijuana, dude? Yeah, where, <laughs> like, who are you working you for? You are bound to fail. Who are you working for? I don't even remember what company it was. Because uh, the only guys I knew that were getting tested were uh, Arena Mexico guys. Triple A guys never got uh, tested. Oh my God, that would have been a fucking was joke. Small, it was in the Tijuana Arena, whatever, right there. Oh, uh, the T, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a small, co- I don't even know what company it was, but they they had a commissioner drug testing people. I, I was like, they walked past me, and I went, oh, thank God. I, I, I'm not sure what I've they done since I've been here. <laughs> yeah, they were going to test money you. or something, kick back. Who knows what's going on down there. And, like, are those really to help the wrestlers, or is it to just line someone's pockets kind of I, thing? It's PR, and it's fucking what yeah. you just said. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of those, like, some of those commissions take right off the gate. They get cut of the gate, and it's just it's just a money thing. All the commissions. Here, they do that, too. You know, you're going to, 
you're gonna give up fucking eight or ten percent, something along those lines, right off. They just take it right off the top. They come and take blood pressure and then fucking leave. And then if somebody gets hurt, you know, it's like, oh well, whatever. And then you get, you got to pay to have an ambulance, somebody yep. staff there, all kinds of stuff. So some some states just they like North, like South Carolina, a lot of them are just runner shows in North Carolina. Yeah. Health commission, right? They just New York if State. If it's close, they jump the borders. West Virginia, Virginia, right? So let's go over to West Virginia. Your New York State's commission is uh, making it really difficult for. Uh, independent pro wrestling. Yeah, they like, you know what? I mean, New Jersey is pretty uh, wrestling friendly. Yeah. Fuck you, we'll just go right across the bridge. Vince tried to stop all that, right? With the entertainment he and did. stuff like that. Through entertainment, like yeah. Canada, like you can go into Canada now without a work permit and stuff because you're not taking anybody's job. You're an entertainer and yeah. stuff like that. So, and he, he he stomped that out in a lot of states and made it a lot easier for for guys to work because yeah. by calling it entertainment and what it is. So back to what you were that, doing okay. though. What am I doing now? Oh, yeah, so yeah, like uh, uh, Portland. I'm do, still doing WCWC up yeah. there, working yeah. in uh, So you can Paragon, see that on the Fight um, TV app and YouTube.com slash the WCWC. There you go, yeah, yeah. Doing that Vampire Warrior stuff there. And uh, just everywhere. I'm, I'm a whore. I'm out there every weekend somewhere, yeah. man. Banging and banging, just doing what I love. I'm blessed every day that I get to put a pair of boots on and get in the ring. Um, I love it. I, I thank the fans for coming out. I mean, can't do it without them. So, like, I, I'm just very blessed to still do what I love for a living. And I've been doing it for... 29 years now, what is it, 29, uh, sec- yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, almost 30 years, Yeah, man. almost 30 years, it, yeah. and uh, I mean, besides the first two years, it's the only job I've had, so I've been very blessed, you know. Been doing it since almost. Since Puerto Rico on, since I got booked in Puerto Rico, that day I was cutting grass, it was the last job I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> been doing this job almost twice as long um, as you were alive when you started. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. See, yeah. you are seasoned. Uh. <laughs> she told me that's code for old man. That's what she no, told I mean, me. Hey, you can't help. She goes, "Well, you're old. I mean, seasoned." She said, I, "Did you just say that to me, Chris?" We started young. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I was, and, I, and I'm glad I did too. It, it, it made it easier road because you know the, those first years, those growing years are hard. Yeah. You know, learning to walk, crawl, walk, run. You know, those are hard years. But I was blessed to uh, endure them while I was young and and. Get the taste of the uh, territory still, yeah. you know, tail end of Memphis, Calgary, and stuff like that, Puerto Rico. Um, very blessed to experience all that. With these kids now, I, you know, I don't, people like want to say, oh, these guys are us. I, I blame uh, us guys that let them in. You know, yep. we should be smarting them up and, 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 and straightening them out, you know, when they go out there and doing stuff. Yes. There's no reason to blame these guys. Nobody's teaching them and doing stuff. You know, they and, don't know any better. You know, that's we, just we, it. We have territories. They, they're allowed, they've been allowed to come into the industry, so we only have ourselves to blame. Right, yeah. As I an mean, industry, I'll say, you know. Don't point fingers at other people. Look at ourselves in sure. the mirror. We're the ones we got to answer to what's going on. Yeah. We allow it, and we turn our head, or we don't say nothing about it. We're guilty, you know. So quit harping on it. Go out there and change things, bump by bump, yeah. step by step. Put some hours in the you school know, and help these guys. You that know? made <laughs> me think, though. That made me think, though. You know, if you look back, it's just that when we were younger, it, we didn't... It, I didn't realize they were fucking always jabronis in wrestling. If you go back and look at old tapes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, there was fucking shitty, tons no. of shitty guys <laughs> always in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Fucking always. We were just younger and we didn't understand. We didn't right, we notice see, it as yeah, much. We're too busy chasing yes. our, our dreams or whatever. Yes. We're doing what we love. We're trying to attain it full time. Some of the guys go, "Oh, back in my day, we." Your shit was so fucking boring. Come on. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Florida was legendary for a lot of that stuff. Oh. <laughs> Minnesota, too. A lot of Minnesota guys. It was right. good. Yeah. Windy City, right? Yeah. Yeti Shark, you know, all this came through there. That was a good... There's a lot of... Wrestling was great back then. I really miss that. I really, I really miss, like, when there was 
Portland territory, which they're still trying to do a Portland thing, yeah. which is good, you know, and he's not giving up on that. But I missed when you could just go from place to place to place. Yeah. Like, like if you work in a stampede and you ran your time there, you'd go down to Oregon. And from there, you'd go down to California, work your way back across. To, did to you ever, and, did you ever almost go to uh, Vancouver to work for, um, Oh, fuck. Tomco? Al Tomco? No, but I do work for All-Star Wrestling still a lot. Okay. So I'm up there, like, I'll, I'll do those shows. I'll yeah. do, like, Vancouver before I come down to Portland. Like, a lot of times I'll fly in on a Friday. Because he still runs it. And, and Tomco still, does? No, 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 no. But uh, oh. uh, uh, Michelle Starr, right. uh, he, he runs it there. So, and it's in the same oh, building. Michelle Starr, the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Cloverdale Fairgrounds. Yeah. They still run there a lot. Like, I was when I was living in California, I worked, like, every show they had. I was, like, the champ. They still run things. You, you like... They run angles and do actual yeah. title drops and stuff, you know. So it was always cool in the history in that building, Tomko's building. So it yeah. shut down when I was in Stampede, right? It was done. Oregon was done. There was nowhere to go after that. So the like, show was really bad back in the day, but it was fucking on everywhere in Canada. It was really strong TV. And he awesome. pushed the frog, his son Frog. Did you know? Oh, no, never no, mind. No, That's no, fucking. No. That's another story. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about that next. How, how's your body feel? Good. My knees bother me a lot. Like yeah. sitting here when I go to get up from here, my knees will, will be bothering. But I mean, just that's just. I mean, heck, man, I see people half my age hobbling around that hasn't took a took a bump in their life. Yeah. So I feel very blessed. You know, uh, broke my neck twice, once football, once wrestling. Uh, I, I, I'm blessed. I, I really am blessed. You know, I, I, and you know, I think this a lot of that's just try to work the same. You know, when you start trying to change up stuff, you, you know, I mean, I don't, I can't do a. a bridging anymore after the Me neither. Uh, yeah but uh but i mean i still still take the same bumps and, and all that i'm just particular who i take them for you know like because yeah. it's get when you give these younger kids your bodies that's when the problem happens is when they take your bump out of your hands and you leave it on them you're, you're in trouble so like a very i take my bumps I don't, <laughs> when, I, I just when don't. and how i want to take my bumps but i'll still take them but and i'll get to the point and make you look good just let me take my bumps don't try to bump me <laughs> you know you get the same effect at the end. We're going to still get to where we need to be. <laughs> wow. It's had a fucking amazing ride, man. Oh, all these years. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I love it. I don't have any, you know, my life's gone by so fast. I, I, I don't even know where it's gone. Like, like when you said that picture was like four years ago, I go, really? Like, yes. this is like last year yep. or month or something. You know, that to me it did, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, all the ups and downs. It's a wild roller coaster, man. Yeah. Doop de loops and all that. It's just been. It's, it's a blessing to be a part of this pro wrestling. I Dave. love it. I don't have nothing bad to say about this job. I love it. It's amazing, man. Yeah, it's it's amazing. the best fucking job <laughs> yeah, in you the can world. ever have. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. No, talking to you guys about it is the best job <laughs> in the world. How about you? Hey, man. Thank you so much, man. Uh, it's I'm always so. I was so fucking. I was so psyched when I found out you were coming uh, because. I knew we could talk about all this shit we just talked about. <laughs> and more. There's much more we could have talked about, but we we've been doing good, yeah. this for two hours. Oh, wow. So, Sorry. Sorry. I get the rambling on. And dude, <laughs> I'm just so fucking grateful you came, man. Oh, and I'm sure you. everybody listening and watching is too. And uh, fuck it. I love you very much, oh, man. I love you too. And so it's cool. all my pleasure to see you and get here. Right it's, just, it's just great to see you. Cool. And this honey badger here, she's the one. Hey, you gotta come on yeah. to the show. I said, well, I, I, I come do it. I'm not good with calling in on stuff in these these skypes because my head looks like a big pumpkin. So I'm like, <laughs> just do it here. We can get a little bit of a body shot so it doesn't look so big on them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you so much, and always a pleasure to see you. And you bring yeah. back memories. There's stuff I haven't right? thought about for years. Yeah, me and too. Like the black heart thing and all that different stuff and. 
So now, now I lay bed and I go, ah, shit, man, I need to go make some mints, you know? <laughs> and when you do that, you can come back on the show again and oh, talk I about will. it. You know, I miss California. I miss, I, I do miss living out here. It was awesome out here. It's amazing out here, man. It, the weather is if beautiful. If you can handle it, it's amazing fucking I, I'm, I'm a beach guy, though. I, I do like my surrounding when I get home off the road yeah. and I just jump on the bicycle and go down to the beach. And yeah. I love that, too, though. You know, I'm born and raised Florida boy, so, you know, but, but California is... Pretty, pretty awesome. Doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. True <laughs> that. True that. All right. Nice to meet you too, Jimbo. Thank you, man. Pleasure, man. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you again. And like I said, stay in touch. Whenever you got more yep. stuff to talk about, yep. come back. Awesome. And you guys do not go anywhere. We will be right back with more X Pop 12360 on Afterbus TV. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. We want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. We are back with more X-Pac 12360. Just had a long chat with Gangrel, the Vampire Warrior, and man, it was a good one. I've been looking forward to him coming in. I knew it was going to be fun, and it was even more fun than I thought. Unfortunately, I have to have my friends come in and be on the show so we can catch up and talk about all that shit. Uh, Fortunately, we get to be here and yeah, enjoy right? it. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, and all the fans on get the, to be the fly on yes, the wall. On, yeah, looking at it from a positive standpoint. Yeah, it oh, was amazing, amazing, right? Oh, so good. So I didn't even stuff. realize it was yeah. two hours. <laughs> and we could have probably yeah. gone for four more. I was like, I if got you a only more knew. <laughs> if you only knew. Yeah, we could have gone. I mean, we could see, there's the things we hit on, we could have gone into detail about those things and we been here for fucking well that just hours. means we have to have him back <laughs> that's right yeah. i'm looking forward to doing that well hey, so do you go home from a show like this tonight and just think of more memories and and we're like, oh we should have brought up this or oh man i can't believe that happened like did he bring up things that you didn't even remember um he not things that i didn't remember because i remember like my fucking memory <laughs> from back then is I don't know what happened yesterday, right. but I know what happened back then. <laughs> and um, so he brought up some things I just didn't, I never knew. Okay. So that's that's what happened there. Uh, as for, other than that, I mean, I'm, I have a pretty good memory. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, my memory's pretty good when it comes to the old shit. Well, I love to hear him talk about spitting blood on Melania. Yeah. That was pretty good. And who knew that he was like BFFs with Stephanie McMahon? Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. A little tidbit yeah. for you. Yeah, that's she's, cool. She's lovely. I love Steffi. Oh, me too. Well, guys, we really appreciate you all tuning in and hanging out with us today. We are going to have another monumental show next week. And if you want to find out all about it, you have got to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash xpoc12360 show. And please also follow us on Instagram at xpoc12360, where we post some of the stuff like we talked about today, the uh, photo of Melania covered in blood. I will make sure to post that there as soon as we are done today. And you can always follow me at at Christy Reports with any pro wrestling news tidbits you got. You know I love those Total Divas are premiering tonight, so please hit me up. And also, check out Jimbo on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Jimbo in the Booth. Buy my documentary, The Young Bucks Two Sweet Journey at highspots.com. Uh, I just did the PCW show, and Kevin Sullivan had an amazing seminar I filmed, so look for that to be coming out. He yeah. really worked well with all the students about their character and character development and psychology. It was really good. Um, 
I loved this interview. It was so amazing. I had so much more stuff to ask, but like we have to have him back. It was it was, it was, it was so good. unbelievable. And you guys can follow Gangrel online as well. We have that on below on the bottom of the screen. And check out West Coast Wrestling Connection, where he, oh, not currently the champ, but I think we might be getting there. We're going to Portland this weekend. YouTube.com slash the WCWC and on the Fight TV app. Where can they follow you, Sean? On Twitter at the Real that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the good stuff is. That's all y'all That's need right. to know. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. What do you say, Sean? Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys were great. Jimbo, Christy, Thank Mark, you. everybody. Send us your love fan you questions. That fan question was awesome. Yes, it was awesome. Yes, we love hanging out with you guys. We'll do it again next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek, Kevin Undergaro, show producer Jimbo Frank, managing editor of AfterBuzz Wrestling, Christy Olson, and managing producer of AfterBuzz Wrestling, Mark Bidonica, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Feel free to like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube, follow Xbox on Twitter at TheRealXpoc, and email us at xpoc12360show at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!